What up, what up, what up, man? I appreciate everybody joining me. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Right here on the Coach AB Show, we're about to get after it. Is marijuana the leading cause for so many injuries among professional athletes, NFL and NBA alike? Nobody wants to talk about? I'm going to break that shit down right here this morning on the Coach JB Show. Plus, why the Blue Blood football programs becoming nothing more than daddy daycare centers. I'm going to break all that down. Zach Smith will join me in the second hour. Matt McChesney will join me, and we're going to get after it. Straight heat today. Get your fucking seatbelts put on and strap in. Let's go. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate everybody joining me, man. A lot to discuss today. A lot to discuss today. Um, we're going to get after it, man. We're going to get after it. Can't wait to get the fucking flames started in here. Everybody already knows about the weed, and they're already waiting for me to break it down. We're going to break it down today. Hopefully, you guys are open-minded and understand this is real shit and why I'm such an asshole on Netflix about smoking weed, but nobody wanted to listen to me, but we're going to break it down today. And don't just take my word. I got doctors to talk about this motherfucker today. Um, is marijuana the leading cause for so many injuries amongst professional athletes? I'm going to get into it, deep dive into this shit because, dog, something's got to give and nobody's talking about it. And I'm going to break it down. Uh, the Hollins kid who survived the Virginia shooting got to leave the hospital today. Great news for him. So I appreciate uh, everyone uh Everyone's teasing peace for that young man uh, who went back on this bus who tried to uh, tried to see what was up and ended up getting shot himself in the back. So before further ado, though, got to get you started with the quote of the day brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Gets you 50% off. Monday Night Football tonight. NBA's in full swing. Hey, my Lakers have won a few games. Um... Quote of the day, you can't separate a fool from their foolishness. You have to separate yourself from that fool. Let that marinate because I'm going to break down this weed today and I'm going to break down this foolishness that nobody wants to break down and talk about. And it's all good. It's all gravy. It's all fucking okay. But wonder why we're so fucked up. So fucked up. 900 injuries almost. 900 between NBA and NFL, 900 injuries. Something's had to be broke down, dog. Why is nobody talking about it? I have done a deep dive this weekend. I've talked to doctors. I've talked to bone specialists. I've talked to all kinds of people, and I got resources to share. I can't wait to break it down because I always knew something was up. That's why I was always an asshole about smoking weed. I've never, ever, 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 ever seen weed. Do a positive thing on a football or basketball court. And I can't wait to break that shit down today. Uh, poll question. Why are the NFL and NBA players injured at an all-time rate? Give me your guys' thoughts. I, I'm waiting. I, I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Uh, I please want to know. Why are the NFL and NBA players getting injured 
at an all-time rate. Not only being injured, not coming back from injuries. See, that's what you guys don't want to believe, don't want to buy into. Uh, contrary to belief, brought to you by Canadips, CBD.com. Head on over to Canadips. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Gets you 20% off. Uh, Zach's going to join me here in about 20 minutes. Uh, minutes to sports. We're going to get after a bunch of things. Uh, talk about his new studio. and Zach's climbing the ladder in this profession. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Lots to discuss today. Me and Matt are going to break down NFL Monday night's football game, plus his Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson, and the late to overtime pass to Devontae Adams from Derek Carr. Does that give Carr a pass now because he won a game? Fuck no. But we're going to break it all down. Contrary to belief, realizing that you hope to have a battle with the wits only to find out the other person is fucking unarmed. How many motherfuckers have you tried to talk to thinking you're going to have a debate and a real conversation and that motherfucker's looking at you like a fucking idiot and like a dumb fuck because his mouth's wide open. He's like, he can't even fucking talk back about the conversation happens every fucking day. So contrary to belief, dog, stop, stop battling with the wits because they just they're unarmed. Refusing to apologize doesn't make you an egotistical maniac. It proves that you are who you are, contrary to belief. I don't fucking apologize. That's who I am. Stop apologizing if you don't fucking mean it. And contrary to belief for all you out there, cussing means you care. Contrary to belief, cussing means you care. Please understand that. Please understand it. Cussing means you care. Stop thinking it's the other way around. Stop thinking you're an asshole because you cuss. No, it actually means you fucking care. Contrary to belief. I got my little cup of coffee this morning. Uh, Why marijuana is the leading cause for so many injuries. Can't wait to dive into it. I don't even know when I'm going to break it down. I don't even know when I'm going to break this down. I can't wait. I can't wait to get into it. But it's going to be some real shit. Um, UCLA-USC game over the weekend was a, was a battle. I spent $1,000 on UCLA. I bet 1000 Why didn't you bet USC? Well, because UCLA would have won more money. <laughs> like, that's what cats don't understand. I didn't bet points. I didn't bet all that old bullshit. And I love, I love social media, dog. Actually, I I despise it, but I love when everyone comes out the next day. How's that L taste? How's that L taste? (laughs) Why doesn't anyone have the balls enough to do what I do during the actual game and talk shit during the game? Tell motherfuckers what you actually did before the shit final result occurs. Why is it all you dick-riding bottom feeders come out after your favorite team won? After your the team I pick lost or vice versa? Love social media. I love the fucking boo birds that come out and ride dick because you come out a day later and a dollar short. And everybody's like, you lost a thousand. Well, first of all, a thousand really doesn't hurt me. I know it would bankrupt a lot of you fucks on Instagram and Twitter, but it's cool. I've already made it back, dog. I made it back yesterday already. I'm good. Either way, I was smoking fucking 
ribs and fucking whole chickens. I'm good, but I love the hate. It's unbelievable. The hate drives me every day. I appreciate you guys. It's unfucking ridiculously unbelievable. I laugh so hard. Um, Lions on a three-game win streak. Oh, shit. MDC got them going, right? Uh, you know, hey, beat my Giants. Not my Giants. Beat the Giants who uh, have had a great year so far. Uh, Giants have stumbled here a couple games. They have uh, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? That should be the poll question. Most people spend it with their loved ones. You know what? I don't really do much. I'm headed to my boy Pat Perez's house for Thanksgiving. Because I roll solo dolo. Me and the dogs. I got my dogs, of course. But other than that, I'm solo dolo. So I'm going to go chill with my boy. Um, Thanksgiving. And uh, that's about it. I don't really do much, man. Christmas, same shit. I don't know if I'll decorate this year. I may. I, I like Christmas. Christmas spirit. I like Christmas. Um, but, you know. Um, how did Dak prove me wrong? How did Dak prove me wrong? Please explain that one. See, that's the thing about you, motherfucker. You guys come out one game, one time that someone does something good, and you come out like they're the fucking Hall of Fame quarterback you expected. <laughs> where is Where are you at, uh, Coach Kersey, when he's shitty every game? I, I, I just have to ask, where are you at then? When do you come out and say, you know what, Coach, you're right about him? Fuck, man, you've been right nine weeks in a row. But then, you know what? He he torched Minnesota's shitty defense yesterday. And uh, so, you know, we, he, got, he got one game in, man. But you've been right nine times. <laughs> Why don't I hear that shit? You wait until the one time the motherfucker comes out. Dog, that shit is the biggest fucking pet peeve of mine, dog. You motherfuckers are so fucking... Fair weather fan, dog. It is unbelievable. I would love to know who your team is. I would love to know who your team is. God damn. Tomorrow, this motherfucker's team is going to be whoever wins tonight. <laughs> He'll be talking about, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong about whoever the quarterback is tonight that fucking wins. <laughs> God damn, dog. No, all you motherfucking fans are the worst because you're fair weathered as fuck. You, 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 and, and you wait until opportune time. I'm going to wait till week 11. JB's been right 10 weeks, but fucking week 11, JB's going to be wrong. I'm going to call him out. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, appreciate you hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, the World Cup teams abandoned the one love armbands. Yippee fucking yay. Wonder why. Um, nobody gives a fuck. New Mexico State player lured to campus before the shooting happens. I don't know if you saw after the Virginia uh, three kids got killed, three football players got killed, then New Mexico State has a shooting on their campus this weekend uh, before their basketball game, which was canceled. See, I always dive deeper into the shit because everyone wants to come out and say, oh, my God, the kid got shot out there. Oh, my God, prayers, T's and P's. Well, let's find out why he did it. Let's find out why he did it. That's what I want to know. Why that motherfucker did it. See, we don't understand that part of it. If you're a hooper on a scholarship and you got a lot to lose, 
Why are you meeting a motherfucker and a bitch on campus? Because they called you there. And then later on, come to find out you get shot and you have to shoot a motherfucker in a shootout on campus. Something's fishy. I'm sorry. See, I didn't deal with general population. I was cool with you in class and shit. But you know what? I'm not taking a phone call or a text to meet you somewhere in campus. Just my regular random ass fucking classmate. If it ain't my teammate. I'm not just going to go meet you and a female that I don't know on campus. So either a bad marijuana deal gone bad again. Once again, weed is involved. Wow. Shocker. Shocker. Weed's involved. Oh, no fucking way. Are you shocked? Are you guys shocked right now that weed is involved? I'm sorry. Are you shocked that fucking weed was involved in a shooting? No way. And a female? No. The female didn't set him up, did she? No way. You're shocked about it? (laughs) God damn, dog. Some of you motherfuckers need to wake the fuck up. It's unbelievable. I I just don't understand it. Um, I really don't understand the fucking ignorance, dog. The ignorance in a lot of you cats. I don't know what you thought about uh, Zach Wilson's uh, press conference after the kick, uh, punt return. New England beats the Jets. Um, and uh, he has this to say, basically, that... The, as an offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets <laughs> up three points. I mean, do you, do you feel like you let the defense down at all? No. No. Thank you. Really? You don't let you don't think you let the defense down at all. You Mormon milf hunter. You fucking you shit me nine completions, 70 yards, and you didn't let them down. Wow. Uh Garrett Wilson came out receiver and said he absolutely let us down. They have a very, very peculiar relationship. Garrett Wilson and Zach. They do not like each other. Something's going on there. Something's going on there. Because uh, they definitely do not like each other. I'm going to be honest. They got a little beef going on. I don't know why or what, but it's going to it's gonna be interesting. Uh, Zach's going to come on. We're going to break down the college landscape. I got a few topics for him I want to break down. Um, and, I, and then me and Matt's going to have it out on uh, a bunch of different shit, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I want to ask Zach though, are colleges just big daycare centers? Um, new babies come in daily. Uh, they're babysat for lazy parents. Uh, they're enabled kids. No tradition anymore. They're one and done, just like Bo Nix will be done, one and done at Oregon. Uh, you know, there is no more traditional blue bloods. There's no more, I go here for the tradition. These kids don't know. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. And I uh, can't wait to dive into that conversation with Zach. Um, but I think colleges are nothing more than daycare centers. And, and, and we're just imploding. Um, I'm going to ask Zach about first-year coaches uh, who have success at college. Are they smoking mirrors? Because right now, dog, uh, Sonny Dykes, Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly, they're all having great success year one. You can, you can even argue the coach uh, Freeman at Notre Dame. 
Um, there's a few coaches across college football that are having great year one success. But why in year two do they fall apart? Is there anyone that can compete and sustain what a Harbaugh, a Dabo, and ultimately Nick Saban has done? Kirby Smart's on the way. But a sustainable program is a lot different than just a hit and miss one year hitter, one quit hitter quitter. And we see this all the time. We see great year number ones all the time. And then year two, they're shitty. Year three, they're shittier. Year four, they'll win seven games again. People think they're back. Your father's shitty again. Like, there's no competing with the great blue blood Nick Saban, Alabama. What Dabo's done, he wins 10 games a year for the last how many years he's been there? Um, people don't want to talk about that. They can say what they want. This isn't Clemson's best team by far, but they're still 10 and 1. Um, so, these, these one hitter quitters, I got to ask Zach about. Um, we're going to find that out. And uh, I believe the portal success is the equal is the number one reason for a number for guys to have one year, first year success. It's the portal. Whoever wins the portal year one wins, but then those kids leave again in year two. You're all starting over again. That's just is what it is. That is what it is. But Taylor Heineke dog, I think I called it. But what do I know? I don't ever know shit. I don't know nothing about it. I don't know nothing, but I was wrong about Dak, according to coaching here. <laughs> I was wrong about Dak. Um, where's Carl Regal's bitch ass at? He be, Carl Regal wants to talk shit on uh, comments and shit. I don't see him this morning. He must have got enough. Little bitch ass Carl Regal. Uh, Tennessee and Ole Miss suffer blowout losses. Tennessee was a 21-and-a-half-point favorite, lose by, like, fucking 40. Hendon Hooker's gone, done for the year. Uh, extremely uh, sad to see any player get hurt like that, uh, any injury like that that ends a career, possibly. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, dog, this kid may have lost his career, not just a fucking season. We know Tennessee's done, right? Tennessee's done. All the shit they've done all year, they're done. Um, unfortunately, though, you hate to say they're done because they lost their star. But by the way, they were getting their ass whipped with him. So let's make sure we're clear. Hendon Hooker is not the sole reason they lost, okay? They didn't lose because Hendon Hooker wasn't in there. He got hurt. They were down big when he got hurt. So I want to be honest. Um... Joe Accord, what up, man? Dropping gems, dropping dollars. Appreciate you, Joe. Much love to you. If you're not a member, make sure you become one. We had about 10 members the other day on Friday add in here, Fearless Friday. We had about 10 members join. Appreciate all you guys coming in. Uh, always appreciate Joe. All you guys that are new members, come on in. Um, Griffin Boris said, Wentz is the better quarterback. Don't know why he isn't starting. Well, here's another troll that wants to come in here and just talk because we all know that that's not the truth or the case because he wouldn't be starting. So Taylor wouldn't be starting, by the way. <laughs> Peter Groff, what's going on? Hector, what's good? Uh, no, Carson Wentz isn't the better quarterback because, he, like you said, 
You don't know why he's not starting? Because he can't win a football game. He's overrated. Taylor Heineke, what I said on this show, but what do I know, is going to be a winner. He's going to win games. What has he done? Nothing but win games. He should have beat Minnesota. He should be 6-0. Washington Wizards, or uh, whatever the fuck their name is now, the Wussies, Commanders, they are a playoff contender. And I don't know if anyone wants to play the Washington Commanders right now with Taylor Heineke at the helm. (laughs) I'm just being real. Well, next year, next year, next year, Caleb uh, Williams is draft eligible. This year he's not. But I, I think next year... The, the class next year is going to be much better than this year's class. Like this year, NFL playoff or player that's ready right now, I would say maybe Bryce Young, which I would love to see him play another year of college, but he won't. Bryce Young, Sam Hartman at Wake Forest um, are the two most NFL ready right now, in my opinion. I think CJ Stroud's dropped off. I'm going to talk with Zach about that. And the kid at North Carolina along with Caleb Williams, are probably the two best talents out there right now. Um, and they're not ready to come out until next year. So I really would wait on an If I was an NFL team drafting, I'm telling you, dog, I'm drafting a left tackle. <laughs> I'm drafting the number one left tackle that I can get my hands on because I don't need to draft a quarterback this year. Next year's class is better. Next year, then I trade up for some – I use some assets to get a best quarterback, and now I got a left tackle and a quarterback. I'm not going to draft anyone in this class right now. Like, Bryce is going to come in injured. We don't know how, how good he's going to be and, and how good is he going to be. Like, we expect these guys to come out of college and dominate in the NFL year one. It's not happening. It doesn't happen. So stop hoping in one hand and shitting in the other one. It doesn't happen. So – um Hope you guys stop saying that, uh, seeing that. Um, Cordell Patterson had his ninth kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, NFL record, by the way. Juco player, shout out. Cordell Patterson went to Hutchison Community College in Kansas, if you didn't know that. Um, Man, uh, I haven't watched KJ Jefferson too much at Arkansas, by the way. I haven't watched him too much. Um, I haven't watched him too much, but but I do, you know, I could see uh I could see him having some upside. I haven't watched him too much. You know, when they lost to Liberty and then they, they struggle with some teams. Uh, I know they beat Ole Miss. See that the, the football man watered down, dog. Anyone can win. Anyone can win any day. That's just what it is. Anyone can win any day. And uh, Hector, wait till I break this weed shit down, dog. Everyone's gonna be shocked at the shit I'm about to bust out. You're gonna be fucking and unbelievable, uh, open-minded about this. Uh, Kentucky got blown out by Gonzaga and hoops. Uh, when are we gonna? T- Start talking about John Calipari uh, being an overrated fucking dude. Like, he's one of the most overrated coaches 
in my generation. Like, I, I'm actually tired of hearing about the motherfucker. Now, I don't mind him. I don't mind the guy. And I know a good friend of mine who's a good friend of his. I don't mind the man. Um, but I don't know him either. It's not my homeboy. And even if he was, I would say, you know what? Um, he did win a title, but, you know, he's had more NBA players drafted in the first round than any other fucking coach in college, but he only has one title to show for it. I would have to start asking, um, you know, I would have to start asking, um, I'd have to start asking those questions like, dog, you're not a winner. You're a recruiter, but you haven't won anything. Gonzaga beat the shit out of them. Hitting the hookers out for the year, ACL, obviously. Um, USC jumps in the top five AP poll, and Odell Beckham is to visit the Giants and the Cowboys. Curious to know what OBJ thinks. Um, Um. Can he win with Daniel Jones? Is he thinking about Daniel Jones? I don't know. I don't know. I'm curious to see that. Remember, everybody was anointing Tennessee, though? Everybody was, dog. Everybody was. Hey, that's why I say, quit anointing so many motherfuckers so quickly. Let's get them through the season. Remember the motherfucker put them at one? hate to laugh after they've lost a few games but dog why what are we putting them at one above georgia the defending champion for that set this team up for failure so bad but what do i know i think i've came out and said it too um joe burrow ties kurt warner's mark for the third fewest games needed to reach ten thousand passing yards shout out to joe burrow Goddamn, 10,000 yards for Burrow in three years. That's pretty fucking legit. It's pretty legit. Uh, him and Kurt Warner in a very, very s- small company and great company. Um, and this is with a no O-line and being sacked more than any quarterback in NFL history through three seasons, Joe Burrow. So shout out to Joe Burrow getting it done. They beat the Steelers last night. Matthew Stafford left the game in the third quarter to go into concussion protocol again. And after the game, Sean McVay said he didn't know if Stafford got another concussion or not. Goddamn. The Rams have just become what Stan Kroenke feared. An absolute garbage implosion after a Super Bowl. They busted their nut, got it out, and it's over. The Rams are back to the Rams. But you know what? They got a ring, dog. They got a ring. And uh, it is what it is. Um Michigan came down to the wire. I'm gonna ask Zach about this. Uh, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask. Stat, I'm gonna ask Zach about the Ohio State, Michigan. Um, do you think? Do you think that they both were looking past their opponents because you know as well as I know this weekend is the big game, Michigan Ohio State, biggest of the season so far. Uh, but it. Bottom line is though, I would be pissed if I was Brett Billima too. He criticized the officiating after losing to number three Michigan. He said, I'm extremely pissed off. 
said calls were against them all game. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just telling you. Bottom line is, you can say what you want to say. Michigan's had a few tight games versus some opponents that they should have blown out. Ohio State has had some tight games versus opponents they should have blown out. Um, but they're clearly the two best teams in that division, in that conference, and they're going to play this week. And unfortunately, depending on how they play, um, one of them's probably going to be left out of the playoff. Somebody's going to be probably left out of the playoff. So I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be, going to be interesting. Um, yeah, we're going to see. It's going to be an interesting game. Can't wait to get Zach's take on this one. Um, speaking of Zach, let's get him in here. Uh, what up, my brother? What up, man? Man, I had to go to Vegas last week, man. I had a fucking health complication and shit. I, had a, I, had a, I was scared as hell. I was like, what the fuck do I got? We got food poisoning at some fucking Post Malone concert. I don't even know who the fuck Post Malone is. Man, and, what? <laughs> dog, it was a bad situation. Um, Where you at, man? You in a new studio? New studio, man. Just just, uh, just moved in this weekend. Is it like off your site, off your house, out your house? Yeah, it's 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 uh I don't know if you ever heard of like these co-working places. It's like, you know, like yeah, you can you can just rent an office in like a big building. Yeah. Um but I it, I rented it November 1st and finally got moved in. So I paid rent for 3 weeks and wasn't even in here. <laughs> really? Is it is it is it going to be like so it's like spacious is it is it for people or is it just for the look or what? Um uh, I mean I, I it's I mean it's a Big at it was way bigger than, than my home office, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah. uh, it's just one room. I mean, it's it's probably uh, two maybe a little less than two hundred square feet. Just one room though. Um, it's just going to be a massive studio. I'm going to have two different setups: one for like film breakdowns, and one which it looks like shit right now. But I'm going to get a mural painted. It's going to be like a, a set right yeah. here. Uh, eventually, someday. <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm, I've been thinking about doing the same thing, man. I was actually thinking about building one in my backyard. I got so much space. I was thinking about making it into like a cigar lounge office yeah. space, just for like a just for the show. Leather couches, you know what I mean? Hell yeah! Like no fuck doubt. it, I can still break the film down. So I got to get you on our show. Me and Sean Salisbury, man, he loves you too. We we're, we're doing this last chance Q show. Um, I got to get you on there, man. It's oh yeah, I watched. It, it's legit. I'm I'm down whenever. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sean's good, man. Sean, Sean's good. Um, man, I got a lot of fire to bring today, dog. I got I got we gotta catch up. Uh first of all, did Michigan and Ohio State just struggle because they were looking past those games? Um, or have yeah. you seen a little common denominator this year? Have you seen them both struggle against some teams they should have blown out? I know Michigan struggled against a few teams, so is Ohio State. Uh this week I kind of thought it was expected because the big games after Thanksgiving every year, and I think they knew it, but uh what is your take being uh having your hand in the thumbprint down there kind of um I, I think I think it's uh it's it's honestly a combination of like 800 things that's definitely the biggest thing is they they know what's coming this week and they knew it the last two weeks right that this is a one game season they could fuck around and not lose to to Illinois or or Maryland or Northwestern like they 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 could play their C game and get by, and and I, I think in the back of their mind they knew that, and, and they they knew what was coming after after Thanksgiving, but but it also was kind of a testament to two things. One, both teams are pretty injured; they're pretty banged up, 
and I know there's a lot of talk in the NFL about this new field turf. Like they don't, you know, they're they're, they're trying to get it banned. Well, what people, what no one's talking about is Ohio State this offseason replaced their stadium turf and indoor turf and outdoor turf all this offseason with the same turf they're bitching about in the NFL. And, you know, in my opinion, that's an excuse. It's like, what the fuck? Turf has always sucked. It's always not been good for you. Oh, this new turf is like, oh, that's really bad now. Like the other yeah. turf was was not as bad. Like get the fuck out of here. Like it is what it is. But they both are banged up. And, and the other side of it is, there's not a dominant team in college football. Like there's not one. I mean, fucking Georgia struggled sixteen to six against Kentucky, who's terrible. You know, like every team struggled this weekend, and has every team has struggled multiple times this year. And it's it's one of the first times where there's nobody you look at and say, oh. This team is the team to beat. Like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Georgia, they've struggled like five times against shitty teams. I know, man. I'm saying the same shit, dog. I, I don't know if there's a team. That's why I say it's so watered down. And I just, I mean, you know, you got your teams that are undefeated right now, but TCU should have lost at least three times this year. I mean, we, I don't want to say should have, but, you know, they figured it out and got it done. As you know, yeah. in this profession, dog, the bottom line is end result, and we got it done. Um, leads me to my next question, like, Nobody's really talking about this. First year coaching success, Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly, uh, Freeman at Ohio. I mean, at Notre Dame, you can say now is kind of on the success side yeah, of things yeah. as, he, as he struggled early. Um, Sonny Dykes, TCU, Lincoln Riley. These guys are winning year one, but we've seen this one year hitter quitter before in this business. Um is it smoking mirrors? And, and and what is the main cause for these guys to have first-year success and then just hit a wall like Jimbo Fisher's done, like a lot of coaches we see win year one and just struggle uh, and, and sustain something that Dabo's done in Clemson, that Day's done in Ohio State after Urban, that Harbaugh's done regardless of what – he hasn't won a natty yet or nothing, but he's pretty sustainable as far as winning nine, ten games a year. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the guys like Nick Saban, who everybody wants to be. Uh, Kirby Smart's kind of getting in there now. You know, he's had three years in a row, pretty good success. Uh, what do you see with year one success and then the year two, it just goes to shit and these teams are just replacing coaches again? Um, I think it's the portal, Zach. I think the portal, whoever wins that portal year one uh, has great success, but then it really proves how good of a coach you are going into year two and three when you lose kids. Your defense is shitty, like Lincoln Riley. Um, yeah, always has, always is. Uh, what do you see? Is it smoke and mirrors? Year one success? Or? I don't think it's smoke and mirrors. I mean, I think it's like, I mean, this is a fucked up analogy, but it, but it'll be right up your alley. It, it's like new pussy. Like <laughs> the first time, the first time is like, damn, this shit is good. And then you know, after a while, you're like, eh, it's just same same old shit, different woman. Hey, right? Like. Right. Right. These coaches come in and, and the culture changes, everything changes. And everyone's like, damn, this is crazy. It's different. Like, like we're going to win. We're going to win forever. We're going to win national championships. And they, they buy in Im immediately because it's because of change, right? Things are different. And so they buy in and all of a sudden they're playing at a high level. You look at Mel Tucker for year one, the portal, all this other shit, like everyone bought in, like we're, we're going to be gangster. We're going to beat Ohio States. We're going to beat Michigan's. And then, you know, year two, year three, they're like, Man, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> fuck this. I, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not in anymore. And that's kind of what you what you are watching. I mean, Lincoln Riley comes in, hits the portal hard, loads up USC, and all of a sudden they're 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 balling, right? They're, they're killing it. I'd be interested to see what Lincoln Riley's team looks like in two years. 
Same with Brian Kelly. He comes in. You, I mean, LSU hasn't had a real football coach since Nick Saban left. Not <sighs> one. Les Miles, garbage. Eddie O doesn't know an X from an O. Um, just they finally get a real football coach, and now they're winning. But at some point, his cheese dick ass is going to wear out with them. They're going to be like, this fucking dude's lame. I'm out. Like it, it, it's it, it's hard to be Nick Saban. Even honestly, even Urban Meyer couldn't do it. I mean, he had a he had a shelf life five six years. Five, six years, and then and then he wore out his welcome with the players. Nick Saban's one of the only ones that's done it, where it's like year in, year out, he's the culture's still the same. Rejuvenates himself, he rejuvenates the staff, and then he gets guys to buy in like it's year one again. That's just that's yep. why I, every year I was a coach, man. I would I would have to figure out you can't just stay the same, dog, or you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna lose your staff, you're gonna lose your fucking admin, you're gonna lose the fan base, you're gonna lose your new players and old. Like, you got to come up with some new ideology every single year. I was used yeah. to rewrap my whole fucking weight room every year. Like, yeah. all right, this year is going to be character first. <laughs> Next year, it might be win. I mean, like, we're going to have to think, rethink yeah. the, the outside the box here. But uh, college football-wise, SC beats UCLA in a shootout. I bet $1,000 on UCLA because scared money don't make money. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Damn it, JB. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, fuck so Hold on. Before you move on. I, we had uh, Phil Knight, the, the owner of Nike, came in and talked to our staff one time. And, and he talked about the story of Under Armour, right? Which is like, you know, if, if you're, that'd be like USC to UCLA, right? It's like when Under Armour started and, and they became a big thing. If you remember, like they were the first to have the compression gear. Nike didn't even have it. And they, they, they took off. And I mean, they, they were making pennies compared to the dollars Nike was making. But still, they, they, they became popular. And he talked about like, he showed he he showed a graph of Under Armour's revenue when they first started, and then he showed a graph of of Nike's, and it literally was like on a steady incline. And then when Under Armour happened, their revenue spiked like like vertically. And he was like, "It pissed me off because most people were like, that's awesome. You guys responded and kicked Under Armour's ass.'" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck that. What happened before that spike? That's bullshit." And he talked about change, right, and 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 stimulating production. And he was like, "Now at Nike, once a year, I paint the walls." Like, doesn't matter. What, what color is this room? Tan? Tomorrow, it's going to be white. In, yeah. in two weeks, it's going to be brown. And he's like, because if you just paint the walls or if you just make a, make somebody move offices, like, all right, you're moving offices. Get out of this office. You have this office. All of a sudden, he was like, production doubles just because yeah. of change. And yeah. to your point, like, you can't be the same every year or else people get they get stagnant. They, they It gets stale. And he's like, no, nah, fuck that. And I remember Urban did it once. Literally, I had, I had the, the end office. And I coach receivers, so I needed one of the biggest rooms. I had fucking 17 dudes in there. And he was like, all right, pack everything up, and you and Luke Fickle are switching rooms. Literally next door. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I got to pack all this shit up to move 10 feet? You got to be shitting me. But he did it. He made everyone shift offices. He was like, we need to change this shit up. That's the, that's the part about it, though. Like, it's hard to get guys to buy in, and then and you, you, you just like you said, like fuck, I got you shitting me. I gotta go ten feet, and, and, and you know you're like bitching and moaning a little bit, like fuck. And then when you do it, and you win, you succeed. And then you're like fuck it, and now you're gonna do it as a leader of some fucking team or business. And people yeah. don't understand that shit kind of trickles downhill. Um, it's just hard to buy in sometimes. Uh, SC wins in a shootout. Um, like I think me and me and Sean Salisbury were talking during the game. SC could score, I think, with anybody. Um, oh, now, yeah. main running back out, though, I don't know if they can score on anyone. I think they can score with anyone. Yeah. I don't know if they're scoring like that on a Georgia or a LSU or a 
or or a Saban uh, Alabama team uh, or even TCU. Um, but they can't fucking stop a nosebleed with a tampon. That's, so, that's the issue, right? Like, dog, are they <laughs> like, I don't even want to see him get in because this is Lincoln Riley, Oklahoma. We've seen this before. Yeah. Like, they're going to get fucking blown out. Like, they can't stop nobody. Bro, I mean, they won by three points and UCLA turned it over four times. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, if a team just doesn't give them the ball, they're going to lose. <laughs> UCLA should have won that game by 14. Absolutely. It's fucking unbelievable to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. But they jump up to five above LSU. Um, see, like, I can't – I don't even know if I agree or disagree with that move. I just – I don't like two lost teams being in it. Um, that's just my opinion. Because even though this could be the first one because they're going to fucking they, – they may play for it, beat somebody – but I think they're going to have a, a trap game this week in AM because they always have trap game AM. AM and them always have some type of deal going. They either it's a 77 75 game or or it's some fucking 13 10 game. It's going to be some weird ass game because these two always have it out like that. Um, I remember when Jimbo got there and, and, and Ed was at LSU, they were both in my office on Monday, both of them, after that 77-75 game. Remember that a couple years ago, oh, yeah. like six overtime? Like in – what year was that? 18? And I'm like, I'm like, God damn, both you fuckers are horrible on D. <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> but I'm like, God damn, dog. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if it do – are you okay with SC jumping them? I mean, yeah. I, I'm kind of with you, like – you lost twice. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Like, you can't lose two games and have an argument. It's like, you could, you could convince me you could drop one. Had a bad day, right? Had a bad day. Somebody was hurt. I got you. But you lose twice. It's like, nah, you, you, don't, you don't belong in this conversation. Yeah. Like, we're talking about elite. Supposed to be talking about elite. We're supposed to be talking about, like, the best team in America. You can't lose twice and stake your claim that you're the best team in America. Like, yeah. USC lost at Utah on the road. Okay, I'll buy it. But you lost to Florida State, Tennessee boat race you at home. Nah, get the fuck out of here. Who just got beat by a hundred? Um, hundred. I don't understand that one. South Carolina. That's just a game that you don't. So listen to this though. So I hear that their best defensive player didn't travel. Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, uh, Jeremy Banks. I think Banks. Banks. He didn't travel, but a uh, uh, a little birdie told me that he got into a like a fist fight with Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I heard that rumor too. About NIL money. Yeah, that's what I'm heard. I heard I heard it was that and a female in a dorm. So that's just what I heard now. Who knows? It could be a million different fish stories out there. But that happens. Banks don't travel. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm not I don't want to be the guy that brings up a team just because they lost and then they lost their QB. And everybody in this chat was anointing them as the best team in college football history, uh, week one. Um, let me ask you this though. Hypo has had a track record of not being able to corral the fucking troops and losing the locker room. And I said this on my show months ago. Look at the shitbird transfers he has in there. Look at the shitbird issues he has. How many issues he's had this year that kind of people have thrown under the rug and swept under the rug. And we had a two arrests and two fucking guys. Like, there's been a few things happening there. Uh, but winning cures all, Zach. Uh is it starting to come back and bite him now? He just has too many shitbirds in there. And again, in my opinion, the portal can be great for some, but shitty for others. Yeah, it, it can be. Uh, the, the problem is everybody's using it. So 
I mean, what, what, what's, what's the difference between Tennessee and Alabama or anyone else? Like they're, they're all using the portal and, and I, I think it comes, it comes more down to like the character of the kids you're bringing in. I mean, a guy like Jeremy Banks, I mean, he's a guy you love in between the white lines, but out, outside of the white lines, you're like, I don't know what that motherfucker's going to do. And, 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 you know, he's not a portal kid and Hendon Hooker's the opposite, right? Portal kid, but gr- seems like great kid, no issues, like, like great player. So the portal, definitely you're going to find more, as you say, shitbirds in the portal than you do in high school recruiting. But at the same time, they're shitbirds you can recruit out of high school. <laughs> and if you bring uh, them in, you're is. fucked too. There so, is. But it, let me ask you this. Alabama's, this is like their year, like this is the most kids they've taken. Um, usually they usually they use it accordingly, right? They don't, they don't, they don't abuse it. They use it accordingly. They don't really lose a lot of kids to the portal. Clemson either, really. They never really abuse the portal. Um, Saban went out and got some dudes. The highest penalized team under Nick Saban in history. Is that not like a ding, 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 ding? Something may be going, dog. And it doesn't mean, oh, well, it wasn't the portal kid that got the penalty. Well, guess what? The motherfucker's around the team. He's in the locker room, dog. You don't know what the fuck's going on. There's no doubt. I mean, it's a culture thing, right? And I've always said, like, it depends on the penalty. Like, like some of the most, some, a lot of national championship teams are, are high, highly penalized. And so it, it really comes down to like, what is the penalty? Like, is it offsides? Is it false start? Is it, is it lack of discipline penalties? Or is it like you go really hard and after the whistle, you get a late hit. I'm cool with late hits. Now you jump off sides cause you're an undisciplined fuck. We got a problem, but you take an extra step and hit a guy. I'm like, eh, fuck it. Just be a little more careful. I love that. So it, it, it really depends on the penalty, but yeah, I mean, to your point, you you get a culture issue, you you get kids that are mentally checked out, they're 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 not locked in. You get some dumbass penalties for some delay of games, false starts, offsides, you know, lazy ass holding penalties. That that speaks to culture. Late hit, I got no problem with late hit. <laughs> no doubt. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, I want to bring this up to you while I have you, uh, while I got you. Uh, are colleges nowadays just big ass daycare centers? Uh, <laughs> I, I asked that because dog, I. I'm sitting here thinking all weekend do it because I'm about to blow this fucking internet up today with this weed take I got. Um, like, are they just like new babies coming in daily to get babysat because parents are fucking lazy as shit. They're enabling their kids at an all-time rate. And then they come home and say, I don't like Mr. Smith. I want to transfer to the other daycare center and I want to go there. And like, that is what's happening. And the reason I'm bringing this up is there's no tradition. Like, I don't know if people understand, like, like Bo Nix at Oregon. This is going to be his one year there only. He's only going to be there one year. Thank God he's been in the fucking college nine years. He's going <laughs> to be at Oregon one year, and he's gone, Zach. Like, how much, like, what is your, like, fuck? You don't get to really put a footprint in the sand at Oregon. No. You're just a borrowed commodity. And we're seeing that more than any time we've ever seen in the history of football. We're seeing it at an all-time rate. And I just keep seeing this dog, and I'm just like, dog, we're just daycare centers. We're ba- we're daddy daycare. We're we're dormitories. We're just holding your kids for a certain time, and they're they're in and out of there, dog, and they're to a new place next year. And you're the new daycare center guy, and there's no tradition at all. Kids ain't going to Michigan or Ohio State because of the tradition anymore. They're going yeah. there because of the portal. I mean, that's just what yeah. it is. Um, yeah. Do you see that at all? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Bo Nix isn't getting an organ tattoo. <laughs> you know, like, he spent nine months there. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it's, I think there is still some of that though. I think there's, there's Ohio kids that get recruited out of high school, end up being at Ohio state for four years and they buy in, you know, they're, they're buck Buckeyes for life. They were born with a Buckeye onesie on that, that still exists, but the portal has created Justin Fields of the world, right? Where it's like, yeah, he loves Ohio state, but he had, he chose Georgia out of high school. He can't love Ohio state that much. He didn't pick them. He didn't pick them until shit went wrong. And I think that's what you're dealing with, right? It's kids that, why did Bo Nix end up in Oregon? Well, because the shit wasn't working out at Auburn. But I promise he probably had an o Oregon offer out of high school. So how much does he love Oregon? He didn't even pick them the first time around. It's like that that girl you hit on that, that ends up getting married to some douchebag and then she gets divorced and then you start hitting it. You're like, well, she wouldn't let me hit it five years ago. So am I really like her first choice? Like, does she really love me? Like, does she really think I'm hot? <laughs> Yeah, she's already got ran through, my friend, about yeah, 20 she, times. Yeah, she just lets you be the sloppy seconds. And that's what that's what Oregon is to Bo Nix. That's his sloppy seconds. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, when is – like, fuck, man. I, I just don't even know where it's going from here. Like, it, I don't think – I think coaching and ideologies have to change eventually, right? Like, what our approach – there's no way we could just keep the same approach as to this is how – because we already know the recruiting landscapes change, right? Like recruiting oh, yeah. philosophies have changed inside the inside the locker rooms, right? Like inside the offices, coaching offices. Absolutely. Like absolutely. I mean, something's got to change. Something's got to. Twenty four kids no more, right? Like they used to. No, no. I mean, it, everything's everything's walk, different. You'd walk in the office and you'd have your fucking twenty two kids, your twenty three, your twenty four. Like I gotta go. I gotta check. I gotta talk to twenty four kid. Fucking it's twenty one right now, but I gotta talk to this twenty four kid more than anyone else. So I gotta get a hold of him. Nobody gives a fuck no more. We're not breaking down twenty four kids anymore because we're in the portal and that twenty four kid's gonna commit and decommit fucking seventeen times. Absolutely, and even even further further to your point, like I talked about it, uh, the running back room at Ohio State. And people, people were all livid because there was a kid in South Florida that decommitted from, from Ohio State going to go to Florida because of NIL. And people are livid. Like, fire Tony Alford. Fire the running back coach. And I'm like, timeout. Why? Because a kid flipped? The only reason you should fire Tony Alford is if you watch Ohio State and the running back on the field is not potentially an NFL player. Who gives a fuck about a recruit? Like, do, does Ohio State have NFL talent at running back? That's all you need to ask because it doesn't matter how or why. The kid's a two-star, five-star. doesn't matter. None of that matters. Is the kid playing for the Buckeyes in scarlet and gray, is he an NFL football player? I don't care if he's a three-star, transfer portal, doesn't matter. Tony Alford's job is to have an NFL football player playing running back. That's it. But people, people get so lost in recruiting, and I'm like, I told stories. This is on last week's, one of last week's shows. I'm like, I, I recruited a kid named Trayvon Grimes. You probably never heard of him. Five-star, number two receiver in the country. <clears throat> I'm talking about, couldn't, he was a, a, a junior Olympian in track. Like, checks every box. Like, freak. Came to Ohio State, transferred after a year, went to Florida, average-ass player. But when I signed him, bro, I think I, I think I got a plaque. Like, a recruiter of the year plaque. Now, when I signed Terry McLaurin, nobody even fucking wrote an article. Like, who the fuck's that guy? Nobody cared. But it's like, you fast forward, it's like, Terry McLaurin's a pro, like a really fucking good player. But people get lost in recruiting stars and all that other bullshit. It's like, no, no, no. A coach's job is to have NFL players on the field. I don't give a fuck how you get them. I don't care if they're two stars and you develop them, underrated, or or, or they're Julio Jones, right? Five-star, all everything. Doesn't matter. Do you have an NFL player playing? If you do, job well done. You get a bonus. <laughs>
And Zach, people don't realize either, like, I used to judge my assistants on, okay, you signed the kid, but if he's not on the yard and playing with us, like, you really didn't do shit. Like, you got the kid to come here and cost me money because I had to pay for that motherfucker in a calf. Like, people don't realize that. Like, dog, dog, when the cat graduates and leaves here and gives us four or two or three years of fucking playing field success, then you know what? That's when I would have gave you the recruiting of the year plaque. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, people don't realize that, though. They look at me as an asshole. asshole. I got the kid. Well, actually, you haven't graduated fucking anybody, and you haven't seen this kid play yet on the field. That's why if they really want to do it right, they'll give recruiter of the year four years later. Like, 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 let's take a look back at the, at the 2018 class. Who was the recruiter of the year? Like, let's, let's actually evaluate it because when you sign kids, it's like, Oh, good job. You got these kids that we said are good. Like, fuck you. What do you know? No, no, no. Rewind. Who was the 2018 recruiter of the year? Let's find out now after the kids played developed, like who was worth a shit? Cause recruiting rankings are bullshit. No, no doubt. Um, I want to know who that is too. Um, Recruiting coach of the year football. I'm, I bet you it was like fucking um, Brian Kelly was coach of the year. There you um, go. Probably going to be hard to find who that is, but um, who knows? You know, they give the fucking people that shit. Oh, yeah. Like Mike Sanford's in there when he was at fucking Western Kentucky. So, so here it is right here. Johnny Nansen was number six, my boy. He was at SC at the time. He had eight commits, all right? So eight commits and an average of 93.08. Number one was Del McGee. Yeah, look at it. Del McGee signed A.J. Harris. Never heard of him. Bo Hughley, never heard of him. Kelton Smith, never heard of him. Roderick Robinson the the second, never heard of him. But he's recruiter of the year. I never heard of any of those fucking kids. Greg Shiano was second at Ohio State. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I was on staff with that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm saying, though? People don't realize the real shit. Like, Greg Shiano ain't no fucking go-getter. Like, come on, man. Like, that motherfucker couldn't even talk in my office to a kid. And I'm, he's the second on the thing? Crazy. Crazy. He signed Javante John Baptiste, Marcus Hooker, Josh Proctor. Out of Owasso, I recruited that kid because I didn't think he was going to make it. He's out of fucking Oklahoma, that kid. Was he there with you? Hey, 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 hey there you go, JB. I was 15th in the country. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. 15th right there, Zach. Hey, I made the top 15. I, I'm, I'm a GOAT. <laughs> fucking number five, 15, and you sign. Let's see. Fuck. I'll you tell you who I signed. Mitchell Here, here's my 15th ranked. playing in the NFL right now. Hope. Um. That's unbelievable. Why are these guys? Why aren't you talking about with these guys? And you came out to what? You came out to California and got Olave. He's in San Diego, kid, ain't he? Oh yeah, oh yeah, San Diego kid. That was a Chris Olave, uh, Jamison Williams, two top twelve picks. I mean, <laughs> but fifteenth. But if you rewound it, I bet that bitch is like top five. <laughs> God damn! Hey, you had hair, dog. You look like a fucking professional fucking uh, person right there. Uh, oh, back in the day. <laughs> Hey, did you say fuck it? I'm shaving, or did the stress shave it for you? Yeah, man, this shit started going backwards, and I was like, "Nah, it's time to go. Time to go." <laughs> Zach still hates Tim Brando. He said Jim Harbaugh's a pussy. 
Uh, make sure you follow Minister Sports. Uh, Zach, what's up with Jimbo Fisher and the A&M uh, deal? I don't know. They're hanging on because I think they're working out how to fucking get rid of them. They're they raising money, man. Fundraising. He's about to win the Powerball. Report that they sold out the place and they had nobody there. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and why did they struggle versus fucking UMass? It's just, I mean, it's 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 now reached a point where it's like I I can't even explain it other than the culture's fucked up. The kids are checked out. They don't give a shit. They, I mean, he's he's a dead man walking. And as soon as they can raise the funds, he's out. And he's going to win the Powerball. Powerball winner. Fuck me, dog. I just don't understand that shit. So that, so do you, you do believe that job's going to be open? I do. I mean, I, I don't know how they, they, they don't. And I know it's $90 million, but guess what? Next year, it's like 75 million. So like how long you're going to have to pay him a massive amount of money at some point. Like how long are you willing to go and let him just dismantle the whole fucking campus? Have you heard about, um, PJ Williams, that O-lineman for them? No. Um, he got arrested. He's a, one of the five-star recruit kids. From, he got arrested on the 19th yesterday for marijuana. Oh, Christ. Uh, five ounces. And uh, he has yet to be bonded out. <laughs> He's so still sitting in jail? <laughs> more things. Like, dog, at one point, you're going to lose... You're going to have some serious, you know, you're going to have a Virginia incident or, or, or a New Mexico State incident where you have a shooting on campus again if you don't nip this in the butt and, and start to change this fucking culture right now because this place is imploding right in front of our very eyes and they got the biggest fucking payroll. And you, you've you lost to three coaches this year that don't even make a third of what you make. Crazy. Like, I don't know. Hey, uh. I'm going to break down this uh, weed thing. It's fucking ironic. This kid was arrested for weed. Um, I'm going to get into this weed thing before you get out of here. Uh, Jarrett Wilson calls out Zach, uh, the Mormon MILF hunter, uh, and says uh, he's out of his mind for saying that he's not responsible for letting the defense down yesterday for the Jets. He had nine completions in an NFL game for 73 yards. Um, Why, in your opinion, I need to know, I know it's NFL talk, but why are quarterbacks at an all-time rate throwing for under fucking 100, under 200 yards every single week? We had nine yesterday once again. I've never seen it in the NFL ever, and I no. keep talking about it. And I just keep getting blasted about it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Quarterback play is the worst I've ever seen it, but and, and we're the best athletes at the position I've ever seen. Why is it just starting to uh, prove that it is garbage? Why are they so bad? I mean, I think it's 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 just quarterback play is bad, period. I mean, every level, high school recruits, you watch them. I mean, fucking Arch Manning. I watch that shit, and I want to vomit. Like, it's just, like, what the fuck is that? Like, the kid's kind of good, but we, we're going to talk about him like he's fucking Peyton Manning, like his uncle. And then you look at college quarterbacks. I mean, this Will Levis kid, they're saying he's going to be a top 10 pick. I watch oh. his film. I'm like, this is disgusting. Yeah, like, they got him at number two or three. Yeah, it's, it's fucking, it's absurd. How? It's absurd. It's absurd. And and guess what? Like you said, you go go watch fucking uh Zach Zach Wilson or any of these some of these quarterbacks in the NFL, you're like, damn, he sucks too. It's like I, I get it now. I get why Will Levis is going to be the third overall pick. Because they're all awful. I mean, it's it's there is only so many Josh Allens. And guess what? There's not one every year. <laughs> like th- those come once every eight years. It's just quarterback play is just bad overall. How good is Caleb Williams? Um, I think he's talented. Um, I, I don't think he's 
you know, I don't think he's an NFL star or anything like that yet. I mean, he has a lot of talent, but I mean, that's that's kind of where we're at with college football. It's like how good is how good is uh, I mean, outside of maybe Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, I think are the most NFL ready quarterbacks. But you look at like Quinn Ewers or Drake May or Caleb Williams and you're like, yeah, they're talented, but. You put them on the Jets, and they're fucking awful. <laughs> I mean, that, look at Trevor Lawrence. Look at these guys that have yeah. through history. Like, the guys through history. Troy Aikman's 1-15 year one, um, and then he finally got some players, and, and he got his career saved, or he could have been a guy nobody talks about because he could have been another Phillip Rivers. Like, motherfucker, nobody – if you're not in the right organization in the NFL when you get drafted, dog, you're fucked. So, fucked. It's, it's very interesting. Um I, I I don't know, man. I don't see him translating either. DTR UCLA either. Uh, Hendon Hooker either. But you know what? That's who they are now in the NFL. And the NFL is just mesmerized by these guys' athleticism. Yeah. And they draft them only to see them fail again in the NFL. And and uh, I I like Sam Hartman though. I think he's a little bit of a he's a guy that I think can go to the NFL and be like a uh, a Taylor Heineke, but better pocket presence, better arm. Yeah. I think. I think he's a guy that can be ready to go pro, but but still, think about what you're talking about. He'll be Taylor Heineke. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, I mean, but the problem is, you're that's like, a, oh, that's not bad. We'll take that. Yes, you're like, yes. what? Because Zach, mediocrity is the new excellence, dog. It is. I mean, that's what like, it is. where's John Elway? Where's Ain't Dan it? Marino? Where the fuck are those guys? Yeah, we we've accepted mediocrity as the fucking new excellence. Period. I don't give a fuck, and I think it goes to like pussy. Motherfuckers now are like short, fat, skinny, and tall. No, I fuck it all. Like motherfuckers don't give a fuck no more about nothing. No, it's, like, it's, it's truly like a drunk guy at a bar. It's like, well, does she get wet? Okay, I'll hit it. <laughs> hey Zach, uh, she's a four, but fuck it. Back in the day, dog, you know, fuck, we used to be ten. Hey, do you think marijuana has anything to do with the all-time injuries in the NBA and the NFL? Um, I. I People don't want to break it down. Everyone talks about me being an asshole on Netflix about it because I, I hate weed. I never I've never seen it do good by anybody in playing. No, I mean it, it, it could correlate, but but at the same time, I mean, they've been smoking that shit forever. <laughs> like that's that's not a new phenomenon. Like when everywhere I've ever been, all play, mo, majority of players smoked weed. No doubt. But let me ask you this. Is it is it out of hand now? When I break this down today, dog, you gotta go back and watch it later. Uh is it is it out of hand though? See, back in the day, I remember, you know, we were always been around it our whole lives. Like, I believe it's now more prevalent that we smoke during the game, season and off season, year round. This is what we do. Back in the day, though, I know like certain guys I knew, like I'm dog it, I got it, I'm off it until season's over. Like yeah. that used to be a lot of things inside the locker room. We used to talk about like our our homies, our boys, and our teammates. And I used to tell my teams, I listen. Come on, let's not beat around the bush. I don't give a fuck. I know we smoke, but this is season. Let's try to minimize this shit. And I think that was a going rate with coaches and players at the, back in my day, at least. Nowadays, though, you got the legality portion of it where it's legal in some states. You got the bullshit. You got some states aren't. Texas A&M kid just got cracked. Uh, but, like, do you see it just more prevalent? Like, that's kind of what I'm at right now because, dog, yeah, we always had an issue, or a deal where it was like, you know, you couldn't say it. We know we never said like we know you smoke weed, or or we never condoned it, never said it was okay. But we had a rule; it was a forty-eight hour rule. It's like, listen, forty-eight hours before the game, our whole thing was nothing bad in your body. 
that that means alcohol, that means weed, it doesn't matter what it is, just for 48 hours, you need to cleanse your system and be at peak physical performance for the game. That's it. Like, you know, whatever that means to you, it could mean, you know, don't drink coffee. It doesn't matter what it is, but for 48 hours before the game, for those 48 hours, nothing bad in your body, just hydrate, water, Gatorade, good food, like just to put yourself at peak physical performance. And we did a lot of uh, why training, like why? Here's what here's what weed does to your 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 body. Here's what alcohol does to your body. And if you really want to go to the NFL, like you you won't do that because it hinders your chance at success. So it was it was a, a lot of education as opposed to like old school, like I'll I'll kick you off the fucking team if you do it. No, no, no. It was more like here's why you shouldn't, right? right? And trying to trying to get them to make that decision as opposed right. to browbeating them into not doing it. Nah, no doubt. Um... Michigan, Ohio State this week. Your gut tells you what? Ohio State by 10. I mean, it's at home. Michigan's a, a, a one-dimensional offense. Now Blake Corum, probably not going to play. I've heard he has an MCL. Donovan Edwards, their backup running back, who's really talented, didn't play this past weekend. So whether he's back or not, it's it's a team that 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 lost their racehorse. Like they, They're not going to throw the ball and beat anyone, and they know that. But without their two best running backs, I think it's – it's really an uphill battle for them. Yeah, and and, and the loser of this game, are they out? It's going to depend on how they lose. Because it's going to come down to, all right, And I, now I actually think USC is going to get upset by Notre Dame this weekend, but assuming USC wins out, that's going to be the conversation. Is it USC or the loser of Ohio State-Michigan? And if it's a field goal, like last-second field goal loss, especially if Michigan loses because they're on the road in the horseshoe, I could see them being like, no, 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 Michigan deserves another crack at it on a neutral field, and then USC's left out. Now, if it's, you know, a 14-point win, I could see them being like, yeah, fuck Michigan. They lost their chance. They just got smoked. Put Lincoln Riley in, Caleb Williams, Heisman candidate. You know, it's all about headlines. Like, what's the sexy headline? If Michigan loses on a last-second field goal, that's sexy. Give Michigan another shot at it, right? That's sexy. But if they lose by 14, the sexier headline is Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams. It's going to come down to what's sexy. Hey, what happens if LSU wins out? Well, if they beat Georgia, they're in. And we're going to have the first two-loss team in this deal. I mean, you have to, right? They beat Bama and Georgia. But, I mean, it's fucked up. It's like they lost twice. They don't deserve a shot. But at the end of the day, they beat Georgia. You're looking around the country like, well, if they don't deserve <laughs> deserve to get in, who no. does? No. <laughs> Nobody. I know. That's, that's going to be interesting. Uh, what other games are this weekend that's big? I mean, USC, Notre Dame's a big one. Um, outside of that, I guess I guess you could say there aren't many, but I would have told you this past weekend there wasn't a good game on the slate. And then you look at what happened across the landscape. It was like, holy shit. It yeah. was like the best weekend of college football, unexpectedly. And you got you got LSU A&M, right? Yep. That, I mean, that could be – that's a change up. You got it shouldn't be, but it certainly could, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know, right now, if 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 LSU comes in there and puts their fucking cleat on their throat, that team's not fighting back for Jimbo. You no know chance. what I mean? That team's lost right now. That yep. team's fucking lost. Uh, hey man, good luck with the new studio. I gotta I gotta come see you one day out there, man. I gotta get it get it set up. I'm gonna do the same thing, man. I'm I'm looking into a studio myself, man, and figuring this thing out. Especially me and Sean, we're gonna try to blow this show up five days a week. Uh, the last chance Q thing. So hell yeah, we gotta find and try to get. He's in Houston though, so. Trying to get somebody to buy that bit so we can fucking get a, a production team. You know what I mean? Right. I'm doing this shit myself, man. I'm fucking burnt out. 
Bro, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, fuck, dog. Hey, man, keep killing it. Minutes of Sports, go check him out on YouTube today. Are you live today? Yep. Uh, noon Eastern Standard. Noon Eastern Standard, YouTube. Go check him out. Follow him on Instagram, social media, Twitter, and everything else. Uh, appreciate you, dog. I'll see you next week. Sounds good, bro. All right, later. All right. Main man, Zach Smith. Um, Man, I got to get fired up. I'm about to get this thing ready. All you motherfuckers talking about weed, you can smoke before a game and it's beneficial. Shut the fuck up. You must have never coached or played high. And if you played high, you played in fucking youth pop Warner and not a competitive fucking game where you had other motherfuckers depending on you. So any of you motherfuckers talking all that bullshit, please bring the noise here when I break this thing down in a real fucking way in about four minutes. Um... I'll be right back. Talk about Matt Rule, where he goes. We'll see you in three. All right, give me your Matt Rule to, uh, take because it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to hear it, especially as you're headed to Boulder. So I'm, I'm in Boulder now. I'm about to pull up to the facility. I'll hop off the show this morning about 820 to go into this meeting. Um, look, Matt Rule has been a program builder in college at Temple. He took over a terrible Temple team. They had 10 or 11 wins when he left at nationally ranked ass-kicking NFL players. Took over a bad Baylor team after the Bryles controversy, um, whatever happened there, and turned that around and took them to double-digit wins multiple times and then jumped to the NFL. So if I'm Rick George up here in Boulder, uh, I I like the intern Mike Sanford. He'll be a good offensive coordinator, you know, if, if Rule was to get hired here. If he can turn things around and win a couple games here to to get things going in Boulder, and I think they can. They're college kids. They can turn it around quick. Uh, Maybe he is the key. I don't know. But when Matt Rule is out there and he's had a track record of doing this and building programs, that's exactly what CU needs. It's exactly what they need is that kind of coach right now that has established recruiting connections, that's done it already, that knows the blueprints, uh, and that honestly, you know, has tried and dipped his toes in the, the NFL coaching pool. And, you know, it didn't treat him very well. He was 11 and 27 and that's not a knock on him necessarily. You know, it's the, the NFL is a different animal. It's not like coaching in college. So, you know, it, it, Pete Carroll always used to say before he did go to the NFL, uh, you know, why would I go to the league where I can only have one first round draft pick a year when, I can be at SC and recruit 10. So, you know, Matt Rule can kind of look at this and step back and, and look at this as another opportunity for him to come do what he does, which is build and then hopefully prosper wherever he goes. Auburn is probably going to open up. I don't see Brian Harson staying there. That's another name. Colorado could kind of pick up Auburn's scraps. Well, Harson's got a lot of West Coast connections being at Boise State, and Matt Rule could easily end up at Auburn as well. So, I just think that, you know, with all the struggles CU's gone through trying to find a coach since they fired Gary Barnett way back in the day um, and trying to find some consistency of that position, this might be that guy. So, All right, let's get after it without further ado. Um, Pickle juice, pickle juice. Um, 
Nah, it's weed, dog. I'm gonna break it down for you guys, man. Just be open-minded, dog. You you don't have to agree. You don't gotta agree. But I'm gonna break down a lot of shit for you guys right now. Uh, not only have I spoke to a few doctors, I've got a few sources. I've spoke to uh, a lot of people. Not to be biased, I kept it out of the family because my mom is a doctor. She's been involved in bone marrow and bone graphing her whole life. But I didn't ask her. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stay out of it. I'm not gonna use her takes. Um, so I wanted to be as completely honest as I can be, all right? There is there is 900 injuries right now across professional football and basketball. Just those two sports, dog. 900, all right? 900 injuries, all right? I just want you to think about that. Fathom it, all right? Now... No shit that weed hasn't just begun. I know weed's been around. Yeah, you're talking to a motherfucker that's grew up in with the biggest dope deal in the United States history. You don't think I know what the fucking weed has done and what it is and where it's been and how long it's been around and how many years I've seen kids smoke it? Like, you think I'm fucking ignorant? I know weed's been around. And like I'm telling you, I knew and told my guys and everyone I played with growing up, even in the 80s and 90s, they smoked weed. Not like they do now, but if it was season, we were going to get in shape. Cats weren't smoking weed. Cats were not smoking weed like they are now. And the recovery from injury, per data, per resource, per stat, is 79% better 10 years ago. 89% better 20 years ago. 71% done four years ago. It's steadily decreased on when you're injured and when you're back on the playing field or hard court. Period. I'm just throwing that out there real quick. All right? So the shit that is in weed now is is a whole nother type of shit that's in weed than it was when I was growing up, dog. I'm going to be honest with you. But I want to break this down. I want to just show you some things, all right? I want to show you some things real quick. I want to show you some shit. All right. I want to show you some shit. Pistons guard Kate Cunningham is feared to have a stress fracture in his shin and is out indefinitely as he considers rest or surgery. Um, Let me get rid of this real quick. Um, surgery route that would sideline him for extended period of time. Sources tell me and James Edwards. That's Sham Sharania. Kevin Love. Cavaliers Kevin Love has a hairline fracture in his right thumb and will be evaluated daily, team says. Pascal Siakam has been diagnosed with a right abductor muscle strain and has been reevaluated in two weeks. Oh, shit. Job Morant. Grade one left ankle sprain. It will be week to week. How about Tyrese Maxey? Approximately three to four weeks due to a bone injury in the left foot. I don't even... Dog, I have a hundred of these graphics. I spent all weekend preparing. I want to really show you cats the issues in bone issues and muscular deficiencies going on right now 
that nobody has brought up because they refuse to turn over rocks and see why are 900 people injured in professional sports when we're the best athletes of all time? Why do we have an all-time leading injury report every single day? And here we go. Chargers wide out Mike Williams, who missed due to a high ankle sprain. Last night he got hurt again, by the way. Keenan Allen, who has played in only two games this season due to a hamstring. Uh, and then let's break down NFL rosters. How about NFL rosters? Look at this. How about the – that's one team. That's the Browns. How about the fucking Bears? One team. That's one team, the Bears. Hmm, interesting. I have a 100 of these team rosters I can pull up. I don't want to waste your time. I've done this all weekend. So I want to break this down. Here we go. Heavy cannabis use has been linked to low bone mineral density, low BMI, high bone turnover, and increased risk of fracture. Cannaboy. Cannaboy. Using musculoskeletal illness. All right. So look. Somebody asked, how do we know these guys smoke weed? That's not my fucking point of this show. I'm not, I don't give a fuck. What I'm saying is we have 900 people injured. Are you fucking listening to my point? So I'm saying, how about we turn over rocks and figure out why? And I think I'm on to something that no one else wants to discuss. And it is the recovery. It is the, bro- the bone fragility where our bones are more fragile than they've ever been. And I don't believe anyone wants to talk about it. But I'm just telling you, um, listen to this doctor right here. By about half. It also appears to impair bone healing, so much so that surgeons ask if they should be discriminating against smokers because the bone and wound healing complication rates are just so high. But what about smoking marijuana? there is accumulating evidence to suggest that cannabis compounds play important roles regulating bone mass and bone loss. Yeah, but are they friend or foe? Results from research on cannabis compounds and bone mineral density in rodent models have been inconsistent. Some studies show increased bone formation, others show increased bone loss, and others show no association at all. This variation in results may be due in part to differences in the mouse strain used. But if you can't even extrapolate from one mouse to another, how can you extrapolate to human beings? So what if you just measure cannabis use and bone mineral density in people? Thousands of adults were tested and asked about their cannabis use, and there did not appear to be any link between the two. That's a relief, though in this study, heavy cannabis use was defined as just five days or more of use in the last month. They didn't ask beyond that. So theoretically, someone who's just smoked five joints in their entire life could be categorized as a heavy user. So I want to how I'm about a, cannabis go back use to this, on five thousand? Uh, I'm being as honest and even kill as I can be. So I'm giving you the pros, the cons, the the neutral, the gray area. We don't know the bone issues that we're seeing at all-time rate. I, I can't wait because just Jason Whitlock, I have a lot of data here that I'm going to share or hopefully get to or not get to, but I'm going to do it on Jason Whitlock's show today as well. Uh, I was playing with a dude in my uh, in college. We were playing intramural basketball in the offseason in the spring, 
and he went up for a rebound. <clears throat> this cat smoked weed every single day. And what you don't understand what weed uh, does, what the smoke does, you have to drink so much water just as if you were taking protein powder. When you smoke weed, especially as an athlete, it deteriorates the bone. It deteriorates the marrow and it brittles the bone. Weed smoke, the actual smoke, deteriorates bone mass. It weakens it, therefore weakening hamstrings, which is the number one injury in the NFL amongst skill players. NFL DBs, NFL wide receivers have more hamstring injuries than we've ever seen in the history of NFL. And the bone density of smoking weed deteriorates so fast if you don't drink as much water as it do smoking weed. It's got to be plus, you got to plus 10 that shit. You got to drink 10 times more water than you do smoke weed. That's not what's happening. And you guys know the fucking facts. You know damn well these motherfuckers smoking weed aren't drinking 10 times amount of water that they're smoking weed. So let me break this down. A motherfucker I knew went up for a rebound. And I shit you not, I've never seen nothing like it. Both of his knees, both of his knees dislocated at the cap and came apart. This motherfucker was in a wheelchair for a year and a half. He never got his bone. He smoked so much weed. The doctor said, your bones are the most brittle I've ever seen. Now, this is a rare case, obviously. We know this. But... This motherfucker will go around speaking now, telling you that he knows it happened from smoking weed. And this is the biggest bud head I've ever met in my entire life. He knows that it deter he never drank water. This motherfucker drank a 40 and weed <laughs> every day. And I've seen it in my in person. I've seen it with my players. I've seen it. I know this. The Ball Brothers smoke about as much weed as you could think of. How many times have you seen them being injured and how long has it taken for them to come back? How about Kawhi Leonard? You don't think that motherfucker blows? How about Job Morant? That motherfucker blow? Please break it down for me, dog. I'm curious on the dudes that I showed right here on my screen. The bone issues that we're seeing with these motherfuckers. You don't think, I know Kevin Love smokes big weed, but nobody wants to talk about that. That motherfucker looks like he smokes weed. I'm not going to be a judgmental cat, but just come on, let's keep it real. You know, that motherfucker's high right now. That motherfucker's high in that picture. So, that's insane to put that on weed coats. The motherfucker probably didn't eat enough calcium. <laughs> Do you know what weed does for calcium intake, you fucking ignorant? See, you motherfuckers want to talk, but you don't have no data. You don't know what it does to you. All you know is it makes me high. I eat candy. I feel good. Motherfucker, weed has its benefits on this side. So let's use it for that. Cancer. Fucking anorexia. Fucking gets people to eat. We get it. I get it. It has great value. It has great value. I hope I never need to use it because I hate the shit. But I've never smoked it in my entire life. Everyone I've ever been around it and seen it, it is, it is fucking ruined football, basketball, baseball careers. 
before they ever even jumpstart, before they ever start, weed has ruined it. And I'm just going on record, dog. All the weekend's research that I've looked into and got to see, I truly believe, in my in my opinion, that Zion Williamson, number one reason, the number one cause for heavy cannabis users is total hip bone detensitized. That means its density goes down by 0.7%. What did he have? What did Zion have? Guess what another major component of smoking weed is? I want you just to look around the bodies of these people. I want you to look around. That motherfucker looks like a hell of an athlete. Like he's really ripped up and toned out, isn't he? That motherfucker has a gut like you've never seen. That motherfucker has a gut. Look at his flabby ass arms. You know what weed does? It makes you fat. Did you see Zion last year? How fat he got? And how fucked up his bones were because his hips are the number one reason to fucking went out. You don't think he smokes, homie? Get the fuck out of here. I know people that know Zion, motherfucker. I'm just telling you. I think cannabis use is associated with low, bent, low bone mineral density. And it has high bone turnover. And it is putting the fractures at an all-time high. We have more bone fractures during this generation than we've ever had before. Period. That's all I'm telling you. That's all I'm telling you. So, see, a lot of you cats aren't listening, though. Ricky Melvin said he lost 20 pounds. Did you fucking blow out your hip bone, dumb motherfucker? Did you, did you hurt your fucking hip? Like Zion did, dunking with 330 pounds in the air. Dog, please stop trying to be relevant and compare yourself to what you don't know. You didn't, you didn't blow out your hip bone and lose 20 pounds, homie. Can you keep it within the framework of the conversation? I'm saying that if you get injured, you're going to gain fucking weight at an all-time high. And if you think these cats stop smoking weed while they're injured, you're fucking crazy. You think cats just go cold turkey? You think they just go cold turkey? Get the fuck out of here. Hey. I'm not... This isn't an alcohol conversation, but I will do that next. But I don't know too many motherfuckers that can go out and play loaded on some yak. Like the questions you guys propose because you're so fucking weed, pro-weed heavy, blows my mind. It blows my mind. <laughs> Green Machine, Canadips ain't CBD, dog. This ain't shit. That ain't no CBD. <laughs> CBD dog dips in a pouch? Fuck that. You think that's weed? Come on, man. Be real. Get the fuck out of here with that. Pro alcohol? What the fuck does that have to do with it? Do you do you get do I do you think I could go out and play quarterback off of a fifth of yak? <laughs> I know many motherfuckers that play high off of weed. Do you think a motherfucker can go out there off a fifth of yak? 
Just because Marshawn Lynch said I sipped on some Henny before the game, that don't mean I drank a whole fifth of yak and went out there and played, okay? There's a huge difference. But a lot of you guys don't understand um, that once you're pro-weed, you are sold on it. You're not going to listen to nobody, dog. You're not going to listen to no data. You're not going to listen to a motherfucker that's been around it his whole life. You're not going to listen to a coach who's seen it with his players his whole life. You're not going to listen to nobody because you all know everything. All things are, you know it. And you've done the research too, right? All you guys have done the research, right? Guy in the Sky and Ricky Melvin. You guys have all done the research, right? You've done this data that I've done, right? You've been around it experience-wise, right? Or you're just talking back because you want to talk back. That's what it is. Like, let's keep it real. That's what it is. And luckily, I talk about it and uh and I and I and I I keep it, I talk to you in the chat because I'm just a real one like that. And I'll talk to you, but a lot of you guys wouldn't even be fucking talking, and nobody would even be responding usually. So I do. I don't give a fuck how big the show gets. I'm going to continue to talk to cats. That's just what I do. I like talking back to you motherfuckers in here. But like the ignorance in the chat, though, blows my mind. Bruce Helms. I've always thought we calm me down in stressful times. Like, dog, you guys don't listen. You don't listen. So Bruce Helms, tell me what this conversation is all about. Can you tell me? Can you tell me what this topic is about? Please tell me. Tell me what this topic is. Kellen Matt, another one. Smoke weed for 12 years. <laughs> like, he's talking about how it's made him sick. I want to know what the conversation was, Bruce Helms. Am I talking about professional athletes or your wobble body fucking basement living, sucking on your mama's titty, having ass? We don't give a fuck, Bruce Helms, about you. <laughs> That's what you don't get. We're talking about 900 NFL and NBA players being injured at an all-time rate and not being able to recover, and recovery time being at an all-time low rate. By the way, Kawhi Leonard still ain't back. I know that motherfucker blows big weed every single day. All I'm saying is, give you another perspective. No one's talking about this shit. And I'm seeing a direct correlation between motherfuckers that smoke weed being hurt and motherfuckers that don't smoke weed and being available. I'm seeing a direct correlation at an all-time high. That's all I'm saying. Nobody gives a fuck about Bruce Helms living in his basement smoking weed, releasing your stress, motherfucker. You know what? Jacking off releases stress, too. <laughs> Hell nah. Hey, that's a stereotypical uh, geographical statistic when you bring up the NHL, dog. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a, this is a predominant white sport, Canadian-based sport. I would bet their choice of drug is completely different than weed which the inner city youth in our country choice drug is weed, marijuana, right? And it is. I don't give a fuck if you want to, if you guys don't want to call it, it what it is. Like, what do we look at when we see white folks? 
and white trash. What do we look at and say? Meth head, coke. We see black folks, and what do we say? Weed, crack, crack baby. Let's keep it real. Let's be honest, and let's keep it 100. This is a geographical statistic based on cultural, whether you want to call it cultural bias or not. I'm just keeping it real. I don't give a fuck what you say. That is interesting. Why are hockey players available more than football and basketball players? I don't know. Let's check out their drug of choice. What is hockey's drug of choice? Jeremiah, what is hockey's drug of choice? Curious. Curious. I'm curious to see. And if NHL drinks a lot, Gorian would know up in Canada, then it proves my point again. Alcohol hasn't stopped anybody from playing the next day that I know of. But if weed is deteriorating your bones, maybe, just maybe, when this shit actually hits the wire and everyone starts to figure it out. Damn, JB don't know shit. He said this shit years ago on his fucking little ass podcast. (laughs) But what do I know? Just wait for the motherfuckers to come out with this shit later on. Because I got a shitload of data in front of me, dog, that that I would love to share and show you. And I got shitload of fucking proof. I got shit that I could bring up, dog. I got a bunch of sources from a bunch of people over the weekend. And come on, Cam. How many motherfuckers have we drank with and have drank and played football the next day? But how many motherfuckers have we smoked with and seen them completely fuck up the game Fuck up the locker room. Fuck up the meeting. Fuck up whatever it may be. I don't know, dog. I would say 10 out of 10. It's weed over alcohol when it comes to playing. Because I don't know anybody that can be so fucked up off of smoke, drinking some yak or whiskey or fucking vodka and playing a football game and nobody know about it. Get the fuck out of here. And I don't know anything about alcohol causing recovery time when it comes to injury. I have never heard it, but I will look into it. I do know for a fact that weed causes recovery time to be slowed by 60%. And I think we're smoking so much now that not only are our bones deteriorating, we're not recovering. And that is why you have 900 injuries. Hamstring being number one, bone fractures being number two. Why are we having so many bone fractures? If weed's been around so long, y'all proving my point. No shit weed's been around. But why are we having more issues now than we ever have had? You guys said weed's been around. It ain't new. Zach just said weed's been around. It ain't new. No shit. I know weed's been around. It ain't new. But guess what? Motherfuckers were available. We're not available, dog. 900 NBA and NFL players are hurt, injured. Come on, man. Come on, man. Get real. Get real. Um, No, Ricky Williams, you can argue, was not fine. Have you fucking heard him speak? No, he's not fine. Did you see how long his career lasted? Like, no, he's not fine. 
And Wido is a big weed head, dog. But you know what? Wido ain't out playing in the NBA right now. So, so Wido's clowning. He's talking about the 5G towers and shit. Hey, weed heads want to deter weed from being the issue. We're going to come up with everything else. And I know Wido's fucking with me, but I'm being real, though. Weed heads that are pro-weed are always going to say, fuck no. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Because the truth hurts. And some of you motherfuckers probably will say 5G towers are the reason that Zion gained weight and couldn't recover and why the Ball Brothers cannot play a season and why the Ball Brothers are hurt and fracture bones every single day and can't recover and why we have so many fucking NBA players that I know smoke weed, but we're looking at them and saying, how do you know it's weed? Well, I know they smoke weed and I see they're injured all the time. I'm not saying I know it's weed. I'm saying look into it as a possibility. I think this is a thing that no one's talking about that I think is real fucking noise. I'm just being real. You can abuse weed contrary to your belief, people. You can abuse weed. Wido, can you abuse weed? I'm just keeping it real. Can you abuse weed? Please let me know. I want to know. I think you can abuse weed. I think you can abuse weed. And I people get really butt hurt, Chief Sasewski. You're right. People really do. But that's the that's who we are, dog. They don't. Get, they not only get butt hurt when you tell them some facts about weed. They get butt hurt when you tell them facts about anything. Anything factual hurts people's feelings. Anything. Like, dog. This is one roster. The Browns. The Browns, <laughs> that's just one roster. Like, this is the Bears. Dog, I got so many of these. Like, I got so many of these. Like, you don't understand. I got so many of these fucking things I can show you. Like, I have a literally a desktop full of this shit. Full of it. Chase Davis said, if you're smoking five cigars a day, that's a bad habit also and worse. Why do people, why are they so ignorant that they can't grasp the concept of the topic that they go to me smoking cigars? What the fuck does me smoking cigars have to do with the price of tea in China, dog? I want to know, Chase. What me smoking cigars has to do with fucking John Moran being fucking injured, dog? Please. Does JB smoking cigars fucking up John Morant, homie? Is JB smoking cigars fucking up Kevin Love? Is JB smoking cigars fucking up Pascal Siakam? What in the fuck does me smoking cigars have to do with fucking this conversation, homie? I gotta be real. That is the ignorance in what is happening. Like, holy fuck. I I didn't smoke five cigars and go play a game, though. So (laughs) your point means nothing. (laughs) Danny Green smoking my cigars after they won the... NBA championship. I think he had enough time to recover before the next game, Bruce Helms. Dog, some of you guys are not smart, bro. 
Some of you motherfuckers aren't smart, homie. I got to be real. I got to be smart. You know, Tennessee smokes cigars every time they play Alabama if they win, right? And Alabama smokes cigars when they beat Tennessee, right? You do know that, right? I think they're okay. I think they're okay. By the way, I don't inhale cigars. And if you do, you'll throw up. So it's a completely different fucking smoke and ball game than marijuana. And I don't know why you're, you are you got on cigar smoke when we're talking about marijuana ingestion. <laughs> Holy fuck. Bruce Helms just talks. He just wants to say anything. God damn. Teradol, hey, yeah, that's a Teradol. That's a big thing. Teradol's up. I can see that. But again, I don't see a lot of brothers. Cam, you, you Cam, you fuck with Teradol? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, I, I don't know if you fuck you fuck with Teradol, dog. I, I don't know. I don't know too many of the homies fucking with Teradol. Can't even probably get it. But hey, it is what it is. Um. Clayton, they don't want to hear it, dog. They do not want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Like it, it is what it is. I like I it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Um my man, you good? Yeah, I think so. I can't really see you, but I can can you see me? Yeah, you can't see me. Hmm. No, this was being a real piece of shit on my end. But what a shocker. Whatever. No, it's not working on my end, but whatever. You can see me, right? Yeah, can you hear me? I can. All right. Uh oh, what up, man? Um Another I, got, day. I got a few things that are blowing up the fucking chat, obviously, because I, I know you saw my weed thing yesterday when we posted it. Um Yeah, what what is that about? What are you talking about? Oh, so over the weekend, so my mom's a doctor, and I you know, as a coach, Matt, um, and you could disagree all you want. I know you smoke and, and, and you do, I do you do rightfully so. Um my point is um I've looked into it all weekend. I've been doing a shitload of data on this thing. And I was looking into it. And I was like, dog, why do we have the most injuries of our careers? Like me and you, Matt, you're 40, I'm you're 41, I'm 46, about to be 47. In our career, we have never seen 900 NFL and NBA players sit out of a fucking game. 900 are out right now. And I'm looking at that, and I'm like, okay, there's got to be a reason. We can just say it's luck of the draw. We can say it's coincidence. We can do whatever we want to say. All I said is, like, let me go look into it. And I always was such an asshole on Netflix. I'm known for an a- being an asshole, shocker to you, um, that I was used to, I used to tell I used to tell my kids, stop fucking smoking weed, especially during the season, because I've been around in my entire life, being raised by the biggest dope in the United States history. Weed is a common choice. Uh, a, a preference drug in the hood, as we all know. And it is a geographical, cultural drug. I don't care what people say. You know, we're just talking about hockey players right now. It's a predominant white sport. And if you talk about it, and we're just being all the way real, when you talk about white drugs of choice, you usually say what? Meth, coke. When you talk black drugs of sport. Uh, I don't know who you're hanging out with. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but you, you hear, but you, but we grew up, Matt, with all brothers. We played with all brothers. What is it? It's weed, right? 
And then if you know an unfortunate brother yep. that grew up in a bad situation, what was it? Crack, right? We got crack babies. We grew up with all my players I recruited. I, half of them were crack babies. So, like, so I brought it up and I started looking up this data. And I've already shown a lot of information this morning. But I just wanted to, to so you could get caught up on what I'm talking about. I, I'm not saying this is factual 100% the reason. What I'm saying is I wanted to think outside the box and bring up a perspective that it could be something that we've never seen or looked into and I just wanted to know why nobody's talking about it. And I want to show you something real quick, okay? Uh, Cade Cunningham, stress fracture. Kevin Love, fracture, hairline fracture. Uh, Pial Siakam, muscle strain on a fractured bone. Um, Tyrese Maxey, out multiple weeks for a stretched bone fracture. John Morant, grade one left ankle sprain. Number one, heavy cannabis use has been linked to low bone mineral density, high bone turnover. All right, so uh, I see you're shaking your head. Here we go. Chargers Mike Williams goes out again last night with an ankle injury that's never recovered from the first ankle injury. And then we have rosters in the NFL. I can bring up 100 of these. That's one team, the Cleveland Browns. That's one team, the Chicago Bears. This is all... I have a hundred of these I could show. So all I'm saying is I wanted to bring it up and I was like, okay, um, could it be a reason we have 900 injuries and why it is 72% slower recovery rate than it was just 10 years ago coming back from a bone issue? 72% Matt. And I know weed intake is at an all time high. It is probably year round. And the number one bone issue is in the hip. Zion Wilson, Zion Williamson had a bone hip issue last year. He gained a shitload of weight, which is the number one cause from weed. We know that motherfucker smokes. I know people that know him. I know everyone I just showed right here smokes big weed, by the way. I'm just bringing up the fucking possibility that weed is causing not only slow recovery, but I know for a fact it affects bone marrow and bone density and mat. You can tell me you smoke. I do. I smoke every day. And uh, I'm, call, I'm Colorado sober. I haven't yeah, had a drink. That's my this point. Before. My point is, Matt, everybody in the chat wants to deter this thing to, yeah, I, smoke, I smoke weed every day. Well, You're that, not fucking playing in the NFL no more. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, I, I think that weed is the answer to the problems in the National Football League with substance abuse and painkillers and shots and fucking you know, all the anti-inflammatories and all the fucking pharmaceuticals they pump in. I mean, they demonize weed because they can't make any money off of it because the pharmaceutical companies don't have control over it. Uh, the, the cannabis and marijuana helps with CTE. It helps with head trauma. It helps with pain. It helps with sleeping. I would much rather smoke or eat weed than fucking take Vicodin or Percocet or Oxys or whatever else they're shoveling down everyone's throat. Um, I, I don't, I'm not saying that you're wrong on your numbers or anything. I'm not a doctor, but I, I totally disagree that it's bad for you in any way. I think it's from the earth and it's something that if it's used correctly as a medicine and not just completely abused all the time, it can be a very, very beneficial thing for athletes. Uh, I think alcohol personally is absolute fucking poison and more people control or more people like 
like destroy their lives driving drunk and, and drinking and you know being drunks than they ever do smoking dope and eating a pizza and going hey, to but let, let's I, I get it i get what you're saying but let's keep it just in the professional sports let's world keep it in we're the professional sports world we're, then like we're not talking about duis and shit right now well, we're talking well, about how, why are we not henry ruggs just got a dui and he's gonna he fucked his life up for the rest of his he fucked his but life no, up he's, not, he's not injured in a game and recovery that's, that's, that's not my point off- i'm saying yeah. That alcohol is poison. That shit will get you yeah, in no We will put you to sleep. No so doubt. I, I just. But I it has nothing to do with recovery time. How many times have you drank a fifth of yak and played in an NFL game, dog? I don't, I've never. I don't drink. Smoked? How many times have I drank a fucking whiskey bottle and went out and played and been okay? Fucking Probably we would know if you off a fifth of yak out there, Matt. Like, yeah, weed, weed and alcohol are totally different things. Weed and alcohol are totally different things. And this, this look, one of the things that drives me absolutely crazy is all these people that either don't smoke or, or stoners, guys that do smoke and act high. Look, marijuana is medicine for me. I smoke every day. I use it to help me with my shoulders and my back and my head trauma. I don't drink. I don't take pills. I, I use this as my medium. I used it when I was playing. I didn't understand why I had to take Celebrex and Vicodin, but I couldn't smoke. I think it's fucking ridiculous. So the, it's demonized because they can't make money off of it yet. And people who don't smoke or or whatever use it as a, oh, well, you're lazy because you smoke weed while those same people are drinking. So the hypocrisy is ridiculous as well. And it, if this conversation is going to be had, it needs to be had in a in a way where weed is not, it, it can't be demonized anymore. It's that's That shit's ridiculous. Like the the alcohol is way worse. But who's done the research? Than but who's done the research? You your body from weed. Yeah, but who's done the research? Because I have. I've done research, dog. The recovery of bone and muscle Bro, struggle from smoking weed, and, I, and that's bullshit. No fucking way. No. I'll uh, get, we'll, we'll get you got 900 dudes injured right now. There's so And all of it because they smoke weed? That's fucking ridiculous. No, it ain't, I'll dog. Get, I'm telling you. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'll get, we'll, we'll get Kyle Turley on the show with us this week, and we'll talk about this. We'll get Ed Britton on, and we'll talk about this. I'll call Kyle, Kyle after the show. Tell me what day you want all three of us on so we can conversate about this. There's nobody that's doing more for CTE or cannabis research than Kyle Turley and Revenant MJ. He does it with Ricky Williams and Ed and a couple other guys, and he's the he's the really the point of the spear. Kyle helped me so much after my back surgery and my problems getting Matt, off pharmaceuticals. Matt, Matt, you're talking about after playing. I'm not. I, I already said two year olds playing right bullshit. now. I would I would rather a guy smoke and eat weed to recover than drink and take pharmaceuticals every fucking day. But Matt. That's my point of this conversation. I get that. I'm not saying that. Comp- I, I just came out and said what you, exactly what you were going to say before you came on. And I, I get it. I know the benefits. My mom smokes it, has to take it right now, edibles, because she has fucking spinal tap fusion. So yep. I understand the benefits. What I'm saying is nobody has really looked into the fact of weed smokers during their playing career right now as they're playing currently and the recovery time, because for a fact, Matt, just so you know, for a fact, it is a huge bone marrow issue. And it, it fucks with your bone, dog. But no, but see, 
We can shake our head all we want until we look at the data. I've been doing it all weekend, and I'm like, fuck. And and, and what? There's so... Okay. No, I'm not comparing. So I'm going to look at the data then. Because I know you you and I know, Matt, we're not just out here drinking a fifth and thinking we're going to go out in there and play a game. Well, who the fuck drinks and goes to play? That's ridiculous. Well, that's what I'm saying. People in the chat are saying the same thing. Like, why are we comparing alcohol to this? I don't, I'm not comparing after the, after our careers or after the game or. Well, during, bro, I, I smoked when I played. But I was also, I also got caught for it and had to go to the program. And they didn't care if I fucking ate a hundred Vicodin every day and drank like a fish. But if I right. smoked, it was the end of the fucking world. No, I get it. I, I mean, get- I, that's the most hypocritical thing in, in the history I, I of sports, bro. I get that. And I'm not making it into a judgmental thing. I'm making oh, I know. it. I'm not worried about that. A fact. I know. I'm making it into like a factual thing. I just want to look into the data, which I've been doing about is or am I on to something about recovery time? Because I do know that marijuana causes bones to be less dense, recovery time, hamstring injuries at an all time high. Like, then Matt, let me ask you this, Matt. Let's just bone decide. density. That let's, doesn't have anything to do with each other. Let's take weed out the conversation. Let's take weed out the conversation. Why is 900 players injured and not recovering the same as one we played? And why have we seen an all-time rate? Like we've guys never don't, guys don't play hurt anymore, coach. I mean, you're telling me 900 of them aren't playing. Guys, guys don't play hurt anymore these days. If you're an athlete, and it's acceptable now too, which I I don't really care. I don't play anymore. But if you're hurt, very rarely are you playing through it. And honestly, if I would have gone this route when I played, if I wouldn't have, if I wouldn't have tried to like cast a broken leg and play if I wouldn't have had to if I wouldn't have tried to like I, I remember I pulled both of my growings really really bad at the same time and I it was raining I hit the ground my knees spread and I, my both my groins popped off the bone and do you think it was a good idea that I like took DMSO and rubbed it all over my body and then crushed up painkillers and anti-inflammatories and rubbed it into the DMSO and like tried to double wrap it and go play. No, that was ridiculous. And it led to me breaking my leg and someone falling on me. So all of the injuries that I tried to play through with pharmaceuticals and needles and, you know, shielding it with alcohol because I couldn't smoke because I was in the fucking stupid ass program or whatever, that led to the breakdown of my body way faster than if I would have sat back and gone, you know what? I'm not going to take the pills. I'm not going to take the shots. I'm not going to fucking drink. I'm not going to play hurt. I'm not going to let you guilt trip me into doing this because you're make, you're telling me if I don't play, you're going to cut me uh, when you're going to cut me anyway. Uh, and then I'm going to take care of myself and I'm going to sit back and let myself heal. And I'm going to use marijuana as the medicine that it's intended to be to help me with this, with the pain and the sleeping and the anti-inflammatory and things of that nature. I guarantee you I would have played twice as long as I did. So I think the NFL should embrace the the medicine that is marijuana and embrace it and really throw money into it and really study it and fucking figure this out. And all the people out here who smoke and act high, you're not really that high, bro. You just watch Friday too many times. There's like, give me a fucking break. So I just, this, this topic is sensitive to me because I've lost so many friends to fucking pill overdoses and watch guys deal with addiction. And I've had to deal with it myself. And it's cost me so much of my life when in reality, I should have just been 
focusing on the the plant that's from the ground that's there to help with things like this not football specific just everything in general tell me show me a guy who uses marijuana as the medicine that's supposed to be that has a shit together that doesn't make everything better it just it increases everything it makes you more personable it I, takes the pain out of your fucking body I, I just don't think that there's a lot of negatives with it if you have your shit together if you're I, a fucking idiot and you can't get out of bed and you can't go to work that doesn't mean that does not because you're smoking weed that's because you're a fucking idiot and you're lazy so that obviously that's not going to help neither is alcohol neither is pills nothing can help that guy yeah no i hear you i just there, I just wanted. That's why I wanted to do this stat data because we don't really know. I, I hear what you're saying, and I. What, and what I, day should I tell Kyle to come on with us? Dude, any day. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll text Wednesday, him when we get Thursday. done. Wednesday, Thursday, but yeah, I'll, I'll text him when we. Oh, Thursday's Thanksgiving. You doing a show Thursday? Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Wednesday's the last show, by the way, for the week. Yeah, so we'll do uh, next week. If he wants to do Wednesday or maybe Monday next week. Yeah, and next he's, week. he's real. He's got a fucking like an encyclopedia of knowledge in his head when it comes to this kind of shit too. So it would be great to to hear his yeah. perspective on it. I want to know. I my thing is this though. Like I don't want to turn it from what's happening right now to what happens after the fact. Like like but I'm just glad we're talking about it. No, I know. But like like nobody man, ever talks this, about this shit. Just think about this and cuz I know you're open minded and I know you're you you're you're fucking you'll listen at least and even if you're disagree. I try. How do you know? And I know you're going to say, JB, how do you know, though, that we didn't fuck something up? No, like I don't, I don't know. Or, or a muscle elasticity or, or your actual bone density. How do you know that? Oh, we- I, I don't. No, look, look. This is, a, this is a extremely productive conversation that doesn't have a right answer on either side um, yet. And maybe one day it will. That's but I, I think you're always going to have pushback and give and take on both fronts. And yeah. that's okay because that, that increases the amount of communication about it. It increases the amount of knowledge. It makes somebody go and really dive into the numbers and like do their own research, which is how change co- comes about anyway. So I, I think that whether we're yelling at each other about it, whether we're smoking together and fucking singing Kumbaya or whether you're drinking yak and I'm over here smoking a stick and we're fucking arguing about it that way. The fact that we're talking about it, brother, is the most important thing because I'm telling you, if if it was if it's managed correctly and used correctly as an anti-inflammatory, as a pain management tool, as an anxiety tool to help you sleep, things of that nature, and you can be honest with your team doctor or honest with your physician as a player, that is where we need to get to. Not guys sitting back thinking, oh, my God, if they find out I smoke, they're going to, like, ostracize me or, you know, it's going to look bad. I mean, look bad at this point. Like, people who are out judging guys for smoking, like, holy fuck. I mean, we're in 2022, bro, going on 2023. You think we can move forward with a, a more constructive, like, manner of criticizing people? Not hey. saying you are. I'm just saying, like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is the kind yeah. of shit that, at least we're talking about it, bro, because it no has doubt. to be brought to the forefront. No doubt. And, I, you know, my mom's a doctor. She's dealt with bone mass and bone marrow and bone density and hip replacement and spinal, snap, spinal tap fusion. She's a bone doctor for a long time. She did say something, and I didn't use her data in this conversation because I, didn't, I wanted to stay unbiased as possible. But 
She's told me things years ago. That's why I used to always fucking when I saw one of my players playing intramural basketball and he went up and both kneecaps dislocated and the doctor said your bone marrow, your bones were so brittle um, because of smoke to water intake that opened my eyes. And this was 20 years ago. And uh, but, but how, how do they how do they judge that? How do they so, judge smoke so to water intake? Yeah, they actually so they actually. Oh. Uh, found they actually find the smoke actually there's actually smoke the, the the you know the fibers from within the smoke actually go into your bone and into your marrow and if you don't drink 10 times the amount of water per all these stats that you do smoke whatever it is cigarettes weed i'm just talking smoke i don't care if it's from a cigar i'm not talking about marijuana on this case i'm talking about actual smoke versus water intake it is a huge thing that is deteriorating bones because, as we know, you need water. Water is the greatest thing for muscle, skin, and bones. And if you're not doing it, hey, Matt, it's the same thing as pre-workout. If you're not drinking enough water with pre-workout, you're going to fucking cramp up, blow your hammy, and be dehydrated. So, like, I was yeah. trying to be as fair as possible terrible. in this whole thing, going through all this, but I'm like, Am I honest something about cats? Because I know for a fact, Matt, and you know as, as well, these young cats ain't drinking water like they were, like we once were. They don't drink water like that no more. So I, I, I think that the I actually think that these athletes these days are more educated about taking care of themselves and do a better job of managing their bodies and use the resources around them as a whole. I think they're actually doing a better job. Honestly, I think the more in, there's more injuries because guys are comfortable going to report injuries now. I mean, bro, I don't know how many times in the NFL alone I didn't tell them I was hurt because I didn't want to get cut. I mean, I, I mean that's just the way it is. So I, I, I don't. I'm not going to say that they're soft. I think that they're smarter than they've ever been, and that's not a bad thing. It, I, trust me, bro. At 41 years old, the fact that I can't run and I have to walk sideways down the stairs and I've got a five-level cage fusion in my back and I can't fucking lift my left arm above my shoulder or my, my left shoulder above my head and I can't do like simple things at 41 years old and the fact that I'm probably not going to live to be that old just because of everything I put my body through. I mean, I, I wish that I would have done things differently looking back on it now. So, I mean, it kind of is what it is. Nah, I'm the same way, man. Uh, I know you gotta get out of here. Uh, let me ask you this: A uh, and M, they reported seventy five thousand at the game. Only like ten thousand showed up. Right. Uh, you, Unreal. Uh, is he gonna make it through? They can't he keep him next year. I don't see how they can keep him. I don't see how. Like I, I saw the pictures of Kyle Field, and I'm like, holy shit, that is not good. That's not good. So uh, the starting okay. left tackle down there, Trey Zoon's one of my guys. And, yeah, you know, I haven't talked to him about this yet, but I can't imagine that things are good in the locker room. How can you have that much talent and not win? I don't understand it. Because um, they, they bought, they've 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 they put him out. They've locked him out, dog. He's done. Jimbo. Jimbo's done, in my opinion. Yeah, they're not, they're not hearing it anymore. I'll tell you, yeah. though. Hey, so <clears throat> did you watch the Monday night game last night? Sunday night? The uh, Yeah, excuse me, the Sunday night game. Uh most of it um did you watch I, I, Mahomes? I didn't did see how Mahomes be great huh did you watch that meaningful game that Mahomes chopped fucking people up in and again brought his team back at the end and how great he was last night because it was incredible I, 
I didn't. I didn't get to see it. That's why uh, I can't talk about you it. You need I, to go I, watch it. It was fucking nuts. And then I did you watch the? I didn't see it, so I won't. You put see my the Raider game? game? Obviously, you saw the Raider game. I saw the end of it in overtime. I saw him. I, I was like, "Oh yay, fucking won a game!" Everyone's like, "Derek Carr's back." I was like, "Really?" He, look, he played. He played really, really well yesterday, and he's. I already did. Team one. Uh, Devontae ball, Josh Jacobs ball. The Broncos looked inept. But look, look, go to go to Six Zero Academy, Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, and watch the little montage I put together for Max Crosby, bro. Holy fucking shit. Max Crosby is the way you're supposed to play football, period. Like, I, I tried to pride myself playing back in the day on being balls to the wall all the time and playing as hard as I could on every rep. And to watch him play the way he does, and I, I know Max, he's, he's, I never worked with him, you know, in a gym setting, but we know each other. He, he's, he's my guy. He's a friend of mine. I know that he was, he was one of your players back in the day, coach. He, he's he been on my show coach. here. Yeah. So. I mean, he's, we should probably, we should try and get him on, honestly. I mean, he is, what I saw yesterday was not only dominating, but he was so happy playing like, that's a guy who's dealt with so much addiction bullshit in his life, and he doesn't do shit anymore. He doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke nah, nothing. I went cold turkey and all and that. You see, you see what has happened with him. So, coach has a point. I'm not advocating that everyone goes out and smokes until they can't see. I'm saying I'd rather you do that than take pills and drink. But honestly, I'd rather you do nothing and focus on your craft and go to fucking bed and stay out of the clubs and stop fucking wasting money on strippers and fucking booze and weed and bullshit and your friends who are there just to fucking suck off of your dime that you earned. So it's just that he's a perfect example of how to do things correctly, bro. 98 is a fucking dude. Nah, he is. Um, and it's crazy, though, to be honest. We're talking, you know, he's, he went cold turkey, and that motherfucker is available every game. And, and he's never hurt balling. Hurt. Never hurt. Uh, before you get out of here, man, let me ask you this. Um I asked Zach earlier before you got on. Zach came on. Um, are colleges just big daycare centers now? Uh, yeah, it's bad. New babies come in. Uh, they're babysit. Basically, we, me and you babysit them uh, for their lazy parents. Because um, the tradition is no longer. We got to stop talking about it. Like tradition Bo, is dead. Rivalry Bo is going to be at Oregon one year, Matt. Like he's there yeah. one year. He has no yeah. tie. Nobody gives yeah. a fuck. Like, but that's happening across America. Is that a direct correlation as to guys that have success year one, like like Kelly? No, it's, it's the transfer portal. It's the look, the transfer portal for graduates is one thing. We've already talked about this. I don't really care if you graduate and you put in time, you can transfer. But I'm I'm fielding calls now, left and right, from guys who've never played a down in college football, just got there, and all of a sudden they've been disrespected and they didn't want to transfer. And I'm like, guys, just stay the course and keep working. Give me some film and maybe I'll help you. Like. I'm not just going to help you transfer after we helped you find a scholarship. Give me a fucking break. So the transfer portal has allowed guys to just to just say, well, I don't want to go through this adversity and I don't want to develop. I just want to leave. And again, if you're a graduate transfer, leave. You've earned that right. But if you're not, stay the course and keep fucking working. Stop acting like you're special, man. The transfer portal, This when when football ends – the transfer portal is about to be like 30,000 people deep, bro. It's going to be nuts. It's 8,000 right now. Yeah, it's going to be disgusting. Like, it, it's going to be – there's going to be guys that go to the transfer portal and never are heard of again. Let me ask you this. First-year success. Smoking mirrors as a coach. Uh, First-year success as a coach. 
uh, Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley, Sonny Dykes. Um, is it smoke and mirrors or no, can't we see the next Dabo saving Harbaugh day? Uh, I, think, because- I think it's real. I think Kelly, I thought Kelly would struggle down there. He's turned the corner. I got a guy, I got a guy that plays tight end for them too. He raves about coach Kelly. Uh, I think Lincoln Riley's got SC fucking steaming. They look really good. I hope that they went out so they get in the playoff. Uh, and then, you know, I think, I think, uh, TCU, who, can they beat, Matt? who can they stop on defense? No, well, I don't care. I just don't want two SEC teams or two big 10 teams. Like if, if I could get, if I can get Georgia, the winner of, of Ohio state, Michigan undefeated TCU and one loss SC, there's four conferences. That's four different fucking areas of the country. And we're fucking rolling regardless of what people think. SC could go out and shock somebody. They can score points. So, I mean, We'll see. We'll talk about this more tomorrow, obviously, when we have more time. I only have a little bit of time today, and I appreciate you accommodating me. But I'll be on uh, Altitude 92.5 here from 10 to noon in Denver talking about the Broncos and that monstrosity. There's a lot of rumors that Hackett's going to get the big, ugly axe today. And it didn't even make it one fucking year if that's the case. So uh, we will, we'll see for sure. And I'll talk hey, uh, to you. Uh, we, me and, before you get out of here, me and you both hate to see kids get injured, and we hate to use Oh, uh, yeah, I don't want anybody to get hurt. We hate to see that happen. Hendon Hooker went down. Uh, we Terrible. saw that, but you know they were be, they were already down thirty before he got hurt. Uh, yeah, why is he in the game? Uh, yeah, is that an implosion by Heupel because of? Oh no! Look, if you're a Tennessee fan, and at the beginning of the year I tell you you're going to go ten and two, you're going to be ranked number one at one point and beat Alabama. It, those people will be doing jumping jacks. So, just a step back as a UT fan. Beat Vanderbilt this week. Go to the Sugar Bowl and build off of this. Hooker will come back next year, and they'll probably be ranked in the top three or four, and they can go on a run. But this should be an opportunity for Tennessee to build. Don't feel bad about this. This is an incredible turnaround. So, hey, by the way, be so excited that you neglect a 10-win season. No doubt. By the way, uh, that's why you don't anoint guys and put them at number one, though. I think that that anointing fucked that Tennessee. Oh, they totally fucked it. They did it on purpose. I know. Totally I know. Fucked them, so. Hey, let me ask you this before you get out as you leave. Uh, the guy at Vanderbilt, I don't even know who it is. What a fucking job he's done. Yeah, five wins for Vandy, a chance to beat Tennessee and go to a bowl game. Like They've been beating – they beat a few teams like the last Florida, few weeks. Like they're, they're playing hard. Like UConn made a bowl with Mora. Like it gives me hope, hope that teams at the bottom of the barrel can turn it around. But I mean, we'll see. Hey, I, I would I love to see Mora in Boulder. That'd be a great fit. Oh, that opinion. would be dope. So let's try and make that fucking happen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to uh him. I don't Please know do. about that helping it going to Colorado, but let's get your yeah. ass there. Never hey, know, bro. Look, if he does get the job, we'll definitely be having a conversation. So hey, All I right, can't see you wait December. You got your flight? I, I haven't talked to Noel about it yet. No, I he, he got my credit card, my uh, ID information, but I haven't heard from him. So I'll reach uh, out to him again today. A girl will be hitting you up. All right, perfect. I'll right, talk to you in the morning. Later. Peace. Um, always great for great conversation. Disagreements create great conversation. My thing is, um, I want to break down the fact that there is no data on recovery and what it's weed is doing to bones that is why the conversation i have brought up today i'm not advocating or uh, or against weed for you as a grown-up i don't really give a fuck what you do 
but you're not playing making millions of dollars. And I think you're stealing money if you're not available, Ka Kawhi Leonard. If you're not available, Zion Williamson. If you're not available, Ball Brothers. If you're not available, um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, 600 other NFL players. If you're not available, why isn't anyone looking into the main reason? That's all I'm asking. And if the main reason is weed, then maybe somebody should fucking look into it. And maybe players can't smoke weed during the season. Maybe we'll see a completely different deal. What if the commissioner said, listen, if you get caught smoking weed, you're fined and suspended for the year. And we're going to go one year without smoking weed. And if the injury list shortened by 20 times and the recovery time increased by 20-fold, now we know something's up. Why can't somebody do that data? Like, what is it going to, why is it such a big deal? I'm just curious. Why can't we get together and say, you know what? Let's not smoke weed this year. Let's check it out and let's see what our injuries are. Because nobody turning over rocks and figuring out there may be another reason or possibility that there's injuries at an all-time high. That's the only thing I brought up. That's all I'm bringing up. I don't really give a fuck what you do personally. And especially after you've retired and graduated or moved on and don't play anymore. I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't like weed. I don't advocate for weed. I've never seen weed do any football player, basketball player, or athlete any good during the actual competition or during the season. That's all I'm saying. I've never seen it do anyone any good. After, maybe it helps you eat and makes better and all that. I don't know. I'm not a believer, but that's me, though. Matt's a believer in it. He stopped drinking. He stopped doing other things. So be it. All I'm saying is I want to do the data, find out the research, and do some research and find out the data on is this a possibility of bone marrow, bone density, bone muscle elasticity, muscle tightening, dehydration, bone brittleness is at an all-time high, and we have more stress fractures, more fractures of bone than I've ever seen. That's all I'm bringing up. So you can disagree all you want, but don't fucking talk about cigar. You smoke five cigars a day. It has nothing to fucking do with what I'm bringing up, homie. Like, that's what I don't get. So, yes, all of them smoke weed. That's my point. All of them smoke weed. But that's what I was making a conscious effort of why you see me go off on Netflix about weed. Because I've never seen any good come from it. That's all I'm saying. That's why I was such an asshole on them about the weed. Period. So, you know, that's what it is. But you comprise, you comprise all this weed with, let's just say, these cats stay up all night and are on the phone or playing PlayStation or... Uh, the the fucking what is those, those VR VR things? I heard cats stay up twenty hours straight on these VR games. You comprise dehydration with lack of sleep with marijuana. I would bet my house that you're probably not 
going to have a quality product on the field. <laughs> like, I would bet my house that you're probably not going to have a quality product on the field. That's all I'm saying. But nobody's doing the actual research. And that is why I, I wanted to bring all that up. And that's the only thing. I'm just bringing it up, dog, and saying, you know what, dog? I've seen bones just fucking deteriorate and blow out because of a fucking dude who smoked every day. I know what smoke does to bones. I know what lack of hydration does to bones. Comprise lack of hydration with bones, smoke, smoke in the body, and I bet you're going to have a problem. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hey, Nurse Court, you work in the medical field. You should try to find something out for me and check it out and ask around. Just ask a doctor in passing. Hey, do you think... Uh, Dehydrated along with smoke in the body is deteriorating bone. I'm curious to see what a doctor and random doctors thinks in your building. Because I've actually talked to six of them over the weekend. All six of them say unequivocally that it matters and that it is a thing that no one talks about. And it makes sense. I'm not saying it's another conspiracy COVID theory. All I'm saying is this. Could we not be talking about it in mainstream media, even if we did know about it, for the simple fact that marijuana is a fucking huge moneymaker? Are we not talking about it like I am because it's a huge moneymaker? I don't know. I don't know that. I'm just asking. I'm just bringing it up. But, you know, I, I, I've, have you ever heard anyone bring this topic up? Has any of you ever talked to, has any of you ever brought this up? No. You haven't. I, I don't think anyone's ever brought this up. I haven't. So, yes, I talked to six doctors, Aiden. Are you repeating it for me? Or are you, is that a question? Or what What are you asking? I'm curious. Because you look like a troll. So I'm just trying to be curious here why you're asking. You talked to six doctors this weekend? Dogs go bark? Cats go meow? Fuck me, homie. That's what I said, motherfucker. I talked to six doctors. Yeah. Holy fuck. Um, not including my mom, which would make seven, by the way. <laughs> you talked to six doctors this weekend? Dot, dot, dot. God damn, dog. Some of you motherfuckers are stupid as fuck. That's straight up what it is. You are stupid as fuck. That is what it is. <laughs> Uh, that sounds suspicious that I talked to six doctors when my mother is in the field in the profession and I know four doctors that are my actual homeboys so that uh, it's not really suspicious <laughs> holy fuck homie some of you motherfuckers are unfucking believable Jalen Hurts throws for 100 and a whopping 190 yards again. Um, he threw for 175 last week. They got it done. Matt Ryan threw for a whopping 213. Uh, I thought the Colts were going to pull that out, and Jeff Saturday would have been fucking on, walking on air today, um, but didn't get it done. Uh, Matt Ryan looked better. The Colts looked better, I'll tell you that, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that is. Uh, 
Baylor took TCU to the wire, um, and then UCLA-USC went to the wire. Great college football weekend. Um, Dugan, Max Dugan at TCU, uh, he's got to be in the Heisman discussion just because of how he wins games. Like, he's a winner. Like, period. He's a winner. Uh, he's averaging 300 yards a game. He deserves to be in the mix. I don't care what anyone thinks. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, see, quarterbacks that don't result in touchdowns or chunk yards in the teeth of defenses. Can't wait to break more film down tomorrow on Last Chance Q. It'll be the only episode of the week. Uh, tomorrow, we won't have a Thursday one due to Thanksgiving, obvious, obviously. Um, but I got to be honest. The, the quarterback, McCarthy, at, 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 at Michigan, he didn't throw any touchdowns, all right? And he didn't throw any picks. But that's not a great thing. I'm sorry. That's not a great thing. Um, you have to produce touchdowns. Having zero touchdowns and zero interceptions doesn't mean nothing to me. I've thrown three picks in a game, and two of them were pick sixes. You know what? I threw six touchdowns, though, and won the game. I don't really give a fuck about throwing picks if you combat that times fucking three and outperform your picks and win the game. But throwing zero picks and zero touchdowns doesn't really do it for me. Like, J.J. McCarthy was 18-34, 208. No touchdowns, no picks. You wonder why they almost lost to Illinois. So, Jalen Hurts, you wonder why they almost lost to the Colts. You wonder why they did lose to the Washington last year, last week. You wonder why I say they cannot win a Super Bowl. Because he doesn't outweigh the bad with good. And either does any of these quarterbacks that everyone's anointing as the greatest thing. They're not outweighing the bad with the good. I'm sorry. You have to... Three times the bad with good. I don't give a fuck. And guess what? Zero interceptions and zero touchdowns, the bad one, dog. <laughs> Sorry. The bad one. So just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. Um, it just is what it is. It is what it is. Um, like, how do you think they're going to win a Super Bowl? I'm just curious. Like, how do you think they're really going to win a Super Bowl? Um, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. Sorry. Don't see it, dog. I can't wait to break down some film tomorrow on these guys. Uh, hopefully I'll get this newest film. Uh, the bills look starting to look real, real average. Uh, the jets and new England played in a barn burner three, three game until a, a low punt, by the way, low punts are caught on the run 99% of the time. And the jets were, I think got away with a clipping call on that touchdown return by the, New England Patriots, I think a clip was definitely should have been called. Uh, they just didn't want to do it. Uh, wait till you see my fucking JB's fastest three minutes tonight uh, for the Monday night game. Spencer Rattler showed why he was the number one quarterback in the nation coming out of high school. Fucking 30 of 37, 440, six touchdowns, absolutely dicing Tennessee uh, and bearing their playoff hopes. Um, but he's an inconsistent cat. That's one game in his career so far. One game he's done that. Like, can you do it every game? Can you do that every game? That's the issue with Spencer Rattler, right? Um, 
Oregon beats Utah. They'll play USC in the in the Pac-12 championship game. That should be a very, very interesting one. Uh, Bo Nix was 25 of 37, 287. Um, Cam Rising had a tough night. Great kid. I know him well. Uh, recruited him to Indy. Um, ended up after he left Texas. Um, and then Caleb Williams beating at UCLA, 32 of 43, 470, two touchdowns, one pick. He also had 80, uh, 33 yards rushing. DTR counted for five touchdowns, but threw three uh, three picks. Um, actually, DTR had six touchdowns, four passing, two rushing. Uh, he threw for 309. That, that, that play by both of those quarterbacks was good. Uh, I don't think it translates to the NFL. I don't think it translates to the NFL, and that's just my opinion. It doesn't translate to the NFL very well. Um, so – I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um, either does Hinton Hooker, but what do I know? Uh, Jordan Addison had 11 catches for 180 and a touchdown. Um, can't wait for the BCS playoff selection tomorrow. Curious to see how that unfolds. It's probably, uh, you know, I can't wait to see how this thing happens. Um, we've had like 25 aftershocks today. Earthquakes, by the way, in California. Um did you know that Indonesia had a uh, big earthquake, 62 dead? Uh, I just kind of saw, I saw that. And uh, they've had a shitload of aftershocks that were, have been over 5.0. That's like a regular earthquake, by the way. They've had 25 aftershocks of at least 5.0. Shout out to Indonesia. Uh, T's and P's for you guys. Um, man. Is marijuana the leading cause for so many injuries? Great conversation to have. I'm going to be talking about it on Jason Whitlock here in a minute. Um, so tune into that later on today. But uh, I know somebody asked, JB, you being shadow banned? Man, who knows, dog? I get shadow banned on everything. You know, we were getting 600 live. Now we're down to getting 400. I mean, the shit is ebb and flow. The show is hit and miss uh, with the analytics. It is what it is. Uh, maybe my shit's just not good anymore. It was good for a while, and now you're used to it. Who knows? I don't really give a fuck. All I can do is keep going, grinding. I appreciate all you guys joining in every day and hitting the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Uh, Monday Night Football tonight. I might do a live watch party. Uh, I'll announce it on social media later on. I might do a little watch party and chill out there. It's been nice out here in Cali. A little 70, 73 degree day. Might watch the game, chill. Um, hey, you know what? My boy, uh, the Korean Cosell, I'm going to try to get him on once a week as well uh, on the show. So I'll have visors on my website here soon. I'll have visors on my website, coachjbstore.com. Um KUK State, Sean, this weekend, who you got? I got to take KU because KU needs their seventh win um, or I'm going to owe $100 to a certain individual that used to be on this show. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Um, KU's quarterback's back. It's always going to take some time to acclimation period for Daniels to get back right with KU. So we'll see what happens on that. Uh, we'll see if KU can pull it off and get that done. K-State's playing well as anybody, uh, but KU has to get that seventh win. They still have a bowl opportunity to get it done, but I want to see it done this time, get a better bowl game, win eight games. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, 
But, hey, I'm going to get out of here. I appreciate everybody. Uh, Monday Night Football game is in Mexico City tonight. Uh, I don't know why we're all over the globe playing, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers. But you know what? They always disappoint when you think they're going to do well. So I'm going to bet on that, Hector. Uh, I'm going to see. We'll see what happens. But who knows? Um, Who knows? Man, I got to take SC, dog, because there's too much on the line against Notre Dame this week. I got to take SC. But I'm going to break that game down this week. We're going to break it down. We're going to break that game down this week. So uh, Hector's hood represent tonight. Um, Steven Wilsey, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You know, the thing is, dog, YouTube is a, is a hard platform to crack. And uh, I just don't have a, a thousand percent of my energy in voted because it's hard doing all these other things so once i get a team around me maybe we'll get it going maybe somebody will give me a fucking deal we'll blow this thing up but hey appreciate everybody man hit the like button on the way out subscribe become a member um watch monday night football game tonight i might do a live party come join me chill smoke a stick sip some yak and uh tomorrow last chance q um and this week by the way i will only be on today uh, tomorrow and Wednesday morning. Once Wednesday's done, I'll be gone for the week uh, to Pat Perez, chilling with him for Thanksgiving, and uh, I'll be in Arizona. So I will not do the show the rest of the week, and we'll be back next Monday. So, uh, But I'll, I'll be putting some shit out there, and I'll try to post it on YouTube. But tomorrow, Last Chance Q, me and Sean's going to try to blow that up for the week so you guys can have some shit to look at. We're going to try to break some film down on some quarterbacks. And... Uh, Tomorrow morning, uh, we have a special guest, uh, Gabby. If you don't know who she is, uh, you will know. Uh, She's pretty big on social media. She covers the Cleveland Browns. We're going to bring her on and uh, talk all things Deshaun Watson. And uh, that'll be an interesting show tomorrow morning. Uh, Until then, man, another 21 hours away. I'll see you guys on the way out. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Appreciate you guys, man. Peace.